Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. <laughs> Hard to say, look out, it's only the camera. I don't know this song. Darlene Love. Oh, I love Darlene Love. Who? Darlene Love. She was with uh, the Shirelle Street Sh- Band. Well, and before that, Darlene Love, wasn't she like uh, the, the uh, Shirelle Chiffons or something back yes. then? And, and yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't know this. Song. What's the name of the song? All Alone on Christmas. All Alone on Christmas. This is not. I like her. Well, let's listen a bit here. E Street Band backing her up. Really? But she wasn't with Springsteen, was she or what? No, just the band? She was with their band? I don't know if she was a backup singer or something like that. Oh, be darn. Yeah, she was very famous in one of the girls' groups in, uh, from Motown. Hmm. What, Pete doesn't like this song? No, I don't. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway. That's a nice, uh, upbeat Christmas Eve uh, beginning of the show song. Well, we had, in fact, we had one of our famous meetings <coughs> about nine seconds before we go on the air. <laughs> before we went on the air. Our best meeting Flounder, ever. Flounder emerges from the darkness of his cave in there. His lair. And opens the door and says, well, you want to do uh, Bad to the Bone or Christmas? And we're going, jeez, uh, I don't know. And Pete right. says, I don't know. I says, well, oh, Christmas, I don't know. And he said, oh, I, I, you're going to like this one. And all of a sudden, boom, here we are. So... <laughs> Well, anyway, Merry Christmas. It's uh, Christmas week, and happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Is it still Hanukkah, right? No, Hanukkah ended a few days ago, I believe. Oh, it, I thought it was eight days, but I, I thought it was like the 14th it ended, I believe. Oh, oh I, did. Yeah. I I must have missed all that part. Anyway, uh, well, I mean, at the ending, I missed the ending part. I, I feel bad about that, isn't that? Uh, well, at the ending, all the candles explode at once. It's amazing. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's like, a, like a reveal of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, three... <laughs> Three sort of a Christmas reveal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, I gotta stop sniffing glue during the day. Uh, Three oh five. Uh, we tease, we joke. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. How you doing? With Pete Davis, science yes, kick producer and sports rack on tour extraordinaire. Are you doing holy crap at sports Christmas week here this week at all? Uh, from your uh, yeah, I think I'll have to do one uh, early in the morning. Well, uh, I get home. And uh, Flounder in the uh, uh, mechanical mangler at the controls. How's it going in there, sir? All is well. All is well. Excellent. Excellent. Can I, can I give a shout out? A- absolutely. Check these babies out. <clears throat> oh, you got some new uh, hoof covers. New hoof. New balance. New. Oh, those are American made. Then. That's Maybe. the 990 series. 990 series. These you know, I like. Right I, I have new balance. Comfortable. I have new. When, when I wear my running shoes, in fact, are new balance. But, so I have some time to kill this morning after I drop my car off at the shop. And it's yeah. going to be in there for a week. And uh, so I'll dr- change. Had to, yeah, yeah, oil change car, for a week. These, You know, if you have a Porsche, they have to. Porsche you have stop. to take the engine out to change the oil. They do. And then, and then they take the wheels off just to make sure that they're still okay. You know, so take. It's 
around nine grand and uh, six days to well, get like an oil change. Seven grand. Seven grand. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Of course, if you have a Porsche, you know, so. money is really no object. Here's the same guy who spent $192,000 for three hours in London to go fly a, an airplane for 20 minutes. It's unbelievable. Not an airplane, a Spitfire. A Spitfire, ladies and gentlemen, over the cliffs of Dover, which That's has got right. to be a freaking bucket list of all time. It's, there so was number I, one. I envy you on that. But, yes. so I'm, I'm going in there at Sandy Springs, a new balance store yeah. there at Abernathy and uh, Roswell Road. I think I've heard them advertise on this very radio station. I walk in. I walk in. The guy comes up. Can I help you? I said, yeah, I'm looking for some shoes. He comes up and sticks his hand out. Says, nice to meet you. Glad y'all back on the air. Whoa. From you just saying looking for shoes? Yeah, I said, how the hell did you know? And he goes, I recognize your face, and you got your old Miss shirt on. Oh, I'll be a face from what? From a billboard? Or I, I, or no, from, I'm not uh, a billboard. Well, that, or I wonder if he's a YouTube listener. His, uh, his name got is it. Shane, and he's if you want, if you need shoes, man, the New Balance there. I, have new, I, I wear New Balance. Nice guy, and he, just, he brought out several pairs of shoes and strung them up for me and everything, laced them and all that. I like them because they're wide enough. They're, they're wide. They yeah, they're well, they wide enough. In, yeah. New Balance are specific because they come in different widths. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he he said, you know, uh, I can mail you the gray ones if you want. I said, I, I'm wearing these out. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> right here. Oh, I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> if I try them on, I like them, and they fit. I'm wearing, that's it. You take the box up to the cash register. I'm yeah. He said, <laughs> but that's service with a smile. Oh, yeah, when cool. someone comes up and says and knows you, that's, that's just out of the out of the blue. That's cool. That is very cool. Thank well, you, Shane. That, uh, you obviously make a difference to that gentleman. And flounder, everything. How's it going with you, sir? And let's talk about the. She would talk about the Christmas party. Oh, by the way, okay, it's three oh eight. It's Kevin, Pete, and Flounder, and it's Christmas week. We are here this week. We're yes, off sir. next week, right? Uh, but we're here this week, and so we're going. You know, we'll have a little fun. If you have a, a Christmas story, you want to join us, just say hi. Or what are you doing for Christmas? You have family coming in, or are you traveling? I'm 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 flying on Christmas Day to surprise my grandkids. That's so it's, you know something. But if you have something to talk to us about, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three zero. And uh, Flounder, uh, you got because you have family in the area. Are you, have you got uh, you guys do a big Christmas? Uh, not this year because my brother and his wife will be in Wisconsin uh, with his in-laws. And then I believe my dad is going to Charlotte to be with my aunt and uncle. So I'll probably oh. be with Veronica. I'm not oh, sure excellent. yet. Excellent. Well, anyway, well, that's good. Yeah, uh, it's Christmas party season, too. We had our Saturday night. Well, we had our Saturday night. There's only one incident. Oh, well, let's start and with the incident. And we won't name names. <laughs> we won't name get, names, but a celebrity it. showed up. Right to the incident. A celebrity ghost showed up. Oh. <laughs> General his, Robert E. Lee. In his uniform. <laughs> in Stonewall Jackson, and I believe apparently so. apparently was not aware of it at the time. <laughs> yeah, or? That, I said, hey, I just saw you in Stone Mountain the other day. <laughs> All right, no, do you have to tell the story now? <laughs> a I gentleman got, walked in. One of our guys here. Well, yeah, yeah. And, a, and he thought he had a very festive coat on that he had found at a, you know, a props store. <laughs> and he goes, this is a festive Christmas outfit. So he walks in, and I look over, and I go, General Lee, hey. good to see you. That's Stonewall. What he had a Confederate general's <laughs> coat on. <laughs> and didn't know it. He had no idea. Uh, well, no clue. Now, now when, when he was informed that he was, you know, basically a Confederate general, uh, was it a big thing, or did you uh, show my it God? It took him, I think, care? three or? people to tell him before he finally said, Maybe this is a problem. Now, and, and why would the, I guess it, it would wasn't be a problem a, to me? Yeah. I don't care, but it, I don't think anybody would. Have did that. But still, isn't that funny? In fact, we're going to. I have two stories 
about the change in, uh, well, the Confederacy and also what's going on in Minnesota with their new state flag. Have you seen that story? No. Oh. What have they done? Yeah, well, uh, you know, Minnesota has more Somalians than any yeah. other place other than Somalia. Have they got Arabic writing on there well, or something? Damn near. Or? Damn near. It's almost the Somalian flag. The new Minnesota state flag is almost the Somalian flag. Same colors, a little symbol. I, I'm t- well, uh, uh, yeah, you should look What's at a Google symbol? It. A, a look sword? It no, well, look at it. You, you should, uh, for folks listening here, uh, uh, when you get a Wait chance, a Google the new Minnesota state flag. Uh, I have a before and after, the old one, the regular one, and the new one. You know, that's one of the games that I have for you that you never want to play. I do want to play. It's, all a, it's about state flags. Oh, my God. Well, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, and all, uh, so, anyway, so those uh, stories are coming up. Also, Holy uh, cow. Yeah. Now, it kind of looks wintry. Well, yeah, wintry with the same colors as the Somalian flag. Really? Let me look at the Somalian flag. Well, if you look at the... I, I may have it on my phone to show you. I took it when it, when it showed up on uh, uh, Facebook. I took a picture of it. All right. Or I showed up on my phone anywhere. Okay. okay go. It's, a, it's basically blue with a white star in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah, but look, I'm showing it on my phone. Look at the difference now. Here, here, This was the old flag with solid blue with a circle, and all of a sudden this one has the same color bars, blue, white, and green, and the same set. It's the same thing. It's got the uh, the same blue, white, and green bars as the Somalian flag, and, and a star just like the Somalian star. Well, it's a Somalian flag. They want to hand their state over to the barbarians. That's right. Let them do it. Anyway, we'll we'll talk more about that coming up here. I didn't Another place I don't need to go. Well, not only here. that, have you seen Grand Central Station? I there's have a, not. There's a Palestinian protest right now out there. <laughs> oh Lord. I mean, I, I, again. Well, they're gonna have to pressure wash that place afterwards. <sighs> Look, speaking of pressure washing, they're gonna have to get rid of the furniture and steam clean out of the Senate hearing room. <laughs> oh my oh. God! Uh, we're gonna get to that story here. And, and, uh, Mo and Ted Kennedy's been there. I mean. Oh, jeez, yeah. Uh, I, I remember the the joke when uh, when Sonny Bono <laughs> killed himself skiing into a tree, which I almost did because I understand how that happens now. And, Mar- and his his widow Mary took uh, went, went to. Congress the first day. Ted Kennedy sent her over a drink <laughs> the first day of Congress. <laughs> I, I have a Ted Kennedy joke. I wonder if I should tell Yes, it. you should. Bob and Tom told this joke once on the air, well, so you, you think are. I can get away with Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Try to take a chance. Ted Kennedy said, said to one of the young staffers, as long as I have a face, you so have a face. <laughs> well, all right, 313. Right, coming up, hold on, we got extra news. You know, and coming up, the Falcons. What the hell? They suck. I, I mean, and, and Their it's owner not, sucks. Their well, GM sucks. Well, no, that's, calling, I like the GM. But the, the coach sucks. The, the quarterback sucks. And it all stems from the top. And I'm going to go, in sports today, I'm going to go on one of my rants. I've been following yeah. this team since 69. Well, we're going to start with And I will go rant. down the list of these coaches and all about them, and it all stems from the top. Well, that with Holy Crap at Sports after five, but we're going to do a mini rant in about three minutes. I want to hear first. Now, they're actually calling now for Artie to sell the freaking team. I'm I mean, a, that's how bad it's got. Okay, well, let's just say right now, what a great philanthropist. Oh, what, he's no done question. so much for this city. No question. So much for this With city. A big butt. But he can't but, run I know, a team. Right. It's a butt. And, and stay the hell away from the sideline. I mean, the whole thing. We'll get to it. 314, let's call it, with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Hey, happy Monday. Look out. There we go. <laughs> I never knew much about the Stone Temple pilots. I don't 
don't know why. I guess I've had like a half a generation ahead or something. It was on this day, 2015, a U.S. medical examiner said Stone Temple Pilots frontman Scott Whelan, Whelan or Wyland? Whelan, isn't it? Wyland. Wyland, like I said. Died from a toxic mix of drugs, including cocaine, alcohol, and ecstasy. Whelan was 48, rose to fame with the Stone Temple Pilots. Wyland. A uh, Wyland. I thought he just said Whelan. I said Wyland. You said Wyland? Wyland. I, I forgot that in, what, nine seconds? I forgot. The... <laughs> <laughs> that could be an all-time record. Holy God. So, Wyland. We're going with Wyland? Wyland. <laughs> Poor bastard. Wyland. Wyland was uh, 48. Rosemary with the Stone Temple Pilots found dead on his tour bus outside a hotel in Bloomington, Minneapolis. Bloomington, Minneapolis. That's stupid. It's Bloomington. <laughs> Idiot. Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, on December 3rd of that year, 2015. When he was they... If if yes. he wasn't on drugs, they would have been as big as Pearl Jam or Nirvana. They really? were right there. This album, the songs from the those tiny songs from the attic or yeah. Vatican the attic or something like that, was a monster. And then he couldn't get off the drugs. Yeah, I go back and listen to their catalog, and it's really good. It's I didn't amazing. listen to it as much as in the nineties. That Pearl album G is that great. It's one of the best albums of the nineties. What? Which one? Tiny songs from the Vatican gift shop or something. Every song on there kicks ass. Stone Temple Pilots yeah. you're talking about. God, I couldn't name you one. I'm so out of it. I'm just, I feel, every time you guys have these freaking conversations, it's like you wrote a freaking history book on people who sang songs. <clears throat> I feel like I'm just not included anymore. All right, three, nah, 320, 320. <laughs> All right, birthday. I got a million birthdays here. By the way, um, I guess we need to start with uh, a guy who made it to freaking 80. Keith Richards. Yeah. 80 years old. And still, I well, guess they're still bumping and grinding. At some point, we're all have to get together and discuss what kind of world we want to leave Keith Richards. <laughs> in fact, we got some, I, I think we're playing Stones later. We'll talk more about it later. I just wanted to make sure if you hadn't heard it. 80-year-old Keith Richards. Also, getting up there, Steven Spielberg is 77. Damn. Does that seem that's unbelievable, wow. isn't it? He was a wonderkind. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's how he got started in his, like, in his mother's kitchen doing videos and, you know, making things explode with flour and pots and pans or something, I guess. Anyway, and a quick note in history. Let's see. I got one here. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, here's a, eight, 1862. How's this for uh, days before the liberal wokeism took over? The first orthopedic hospital was organized in New York City on this day in 1862. It was called... The hospital for the ruptured and crippled. <laughs> the ruptured? <laughs> the ruptured. <laughs> That'll be you. When the rapture hits, you won't be part of that I'm crowd. My hip, my hip. You'll and be by, the rupture. And by the way, I don't, well, I actually, I met what happened. Uh, this weekend, I was playing with the horses, and I take my little friend Apollo, the Frisian, beautiful Frisian horse, and I take him out for a walk. I, I let him graze and take him out, and I do video stuff like that. And I get him to go over and play with his friends across the fences and him do stuff. And so then he didn't want to play, so I'm kind of backing mm -hmm. up with him. And I didn't see where, I couldn't see where I was going. I was backing up, and I fell over a farm implement. Uh, some, some huge wood puller or a Trump stumper or something. Oh, lucky you didn't Break your hip! Oh, I, I could have brought. I literally could have, or I could have had a sharp thing stuck yes. in my back. Yes, that happens. I mean, it was one of these big wood chippers or something, yeah. you know. And and I thought, Tiller. oh my god! And and I, of course, and the horse. Thank God he didn't bolt. I mean, if you do that, if you're with well, a horse and you all of a sudden fall and tumble and do something, their horse is going to take why off. Why don't they put a blanket on him? Oh, he had a blanket on him. He had a he had a coat. And he's still cold. What? You said he was freezing. <sighs> 
God, you are just, you're going to keep doing this, aren't you? <laughs> this is, that could have been worse than the cardigan sweater business. I had to check my cardigan to buy my sweater. I said, oh, my God, man. Anyway, oh, so. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> so that may have been part of it. But I've got, all of a sudden, I realized uh, all, all night long, well, for the last couple of all weekend, all of a sudden, I'm getting a, like a little buzz in the bottom of my heel. And I have, I think it's a sciatic thing. I have oh, yeah. a little thing in my butt. Like I feel a little That's thing, it. a little thing, and I'll bet it's a. Free... Now, how the hell do you get rid of that? You don't. The sciatic is always there, always there. It'll never get rid of it, ever. It'll come and go. <sighs> Once you get it, it's there. Well, there we are. It's like a screaming case of herpes or gout. You know, <laughs> once you have it, it's just it, it roams. It's there. Well, it's, I mean, it, I haven't I haven't felt it in a little while, but it but it was there. It, I feel it a lot when I'm thinking. Sounds about personal. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she that's what she said. <laughs> Three twenty three. TMI. Da, 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 boom. Um, uh, a couple things. Uh, we were living. Oh, oh, first of all, can I say this? Uh, my daughter Jennifer. God bless her again. I, I won't dwell on this because people don't hear about you know how's your kids. Uh, but uh, I mentioned last week that she had uh, her life's a nightmare. Okay, my first, uh, second daughter born, Sarah's everything's perfect. Jennifer's life has been a nightmare, and uh, she had a couple of job offers last week, uh, which is important because she had uh, since she had her stroke, she really can't get around like she used to, and she has, it takes her a longer time to do everything, making a bed or uh, looking up something on the phone or the computer. Everything takes longer after you have had a stroke. So she finally got this morning. Uh, the lady called her about a job offer and uh, wanted to do something, and, and Jennifer said, "Well, it's really not something I can do." Da da da. And said, "Well, the lady said, well, what would it take?" And Jennifer said, well, it would take this and this. And she said, done, you're in. So all of a sudden, Jennifer... Well, actually, it'll take uh, 20% more of this. Yeah. And... But but she said, we, wa- we want you, out. you're in. We got it. So Well, another thing to be really wow. proud about is the fact that the lady said, what would it take? Yeah. And she said and that, she said and she so. didn't even hesitate. Uh, believe me, this is... Uh, and I'm, I'm going to keep from choking up about this. It's the first really good positive thing that's happened in Jennifer's life in years years so I'm uh, thrilled nothing there's no tears coming out here you can just forget the erasing of the phone number <laughs> <laughs> just seven four one twelve thirty I luckily I remembered it uh, anyway so uh, God bless you sweetie congratulations um, uh, I mean she's literally her dream job she, I just talked to her right before you guys heard me she called right before the show and it's literally her dream job it's everything she could possibly have wanted to go back to work, to finally get a job after the stroke business from many years ago. And so I, I couldn't be happier, and I'm just I'm so ha- thrilled for it's her. It's been a good year. It, well, it, it's, uh, wow. Uh, the Christmas party. Uh, ironically, we get there, and, and uh, Mr. Dickey was uh, sick. <laughs> he wasn't there. A smart man. But he's in work today, so just stay the hell away from this area, would you? Somebody's got a monitor in uh, there. Who's, uh, Flounder's the one who's sick. Yeah, well, Flounder, yeah, you were sick all weekend, too, I guess, huh? Something cold action. Yeah, I, I, no, I didn't get it. I didn't kind of, the symptoms started yesterday, but I believe David was sick last week, and then something's ah. been going around because Scott's got a little head cold, and so oh, does boy. Nick, the sales manager. So well, it's just going stuff, around. It, there's stuff going I mean, you hear in the news, all, all of a sudden, uh, Thousands it. of kids are doing stuff, and I'm, I'm not thinking, coming back for the next I should, year. I should be dead. I mean, with the, you know, with, between my age and I've had cancer and a heart attack and, and my all my allergies and stuff. And it, I don't know. You, I heard you cough earlier, and your sound, oh, got, lung sounded a little fluidy. Oh, it's uh, I, I got the old man thing going. It's true. Yeah. All night long, <laughs> it's one of the, it really is. It's like my grandmother. <laughs>
<laughs> That's disgusting. Anyway, so the Christmas party. And it was at the Haven, I think it was called. Haven. Uh, nice place. Now, okay, first of all, uh, I did remember, and secondly, it was in Brookhaven, farmer, the home of the Peter, the Kimmer's final mansion thing, where they like uh, anything she wanted. Just I told the builder whatever she wants. He said, "Okay, I mean, anyway, whatever." Okay, so it's many years ago. You knew the thing. Okay, so I did not go by the house. Well, I, lost I did that not bet. go by the yeah, house. Yeah, we uh, before you got there, me and Pete were wondering what the under over was going to be. Yeah. Well, believe me, I just I didn't, you know, I didn't, I couldn't, ta- I didn't. I, there's no way I could take. Okay, it. I got there. I had a hard time finding it. I had a yeah. hard time. It was raining like hell when yeah. I got there, and I had a hard time parking. I'm thinking, okay, if I'm having this much trouble, I walked around <laughs> the building twice before I found the damn door. Yeah. Like, there's no way in hell he's yeah. coming in. Here. I, there's no, I can't make it. At all. <laughs> he's not going to well, get well, it. Well, first of all, you know, I put it. On, I thank God. I, I this ways business. I'm telling you, there's no way going. Back roads. I do not go on 400 and 285 anymore. I just don't. And so going back roads may take a little longer, but I have I, I can listen to the radio and have Christine yeah. call me baby in my car and everything's fine. So finally, but, but the traffic was a nightmare. Oh, was, oh my God. And the rain. Yeah. Holy smoke. And by the way, t- you know, more and more people, we mentioned this the other day, turn your freaking lights down. People are driving with right. their bright lights on all the time. Mm hmm. Even in the daytime, and it's annoying. But I mean, at night, especially in the rain, you can't see. I think they're just stupid. God, no, they're inconsiderate. They don't give a damn. They can see the blue light on the dashboard. Nobody, nobody doesn't know when your high, high beams aren't on. I mean, come on. Maybe like six percent of the people doing it maybe not know. But that, that's a bunch of crap. They, they're just—they don't give a damn. They're just inconsiderate because it makes them feel better. Or you know, screw you, buddy. I'm behind you. Da, da, da. I mean, whatever. It's, I'm, everything's a you know mess in these anyway. Anyway, so finally, so finally, I get there and, and I start. It I, I, says uh, you arrived at your destination. I take a look and I see. Uh, valet parking only, and I go, oh God, I do not valet. I do not want somebody else. Okay, so then I start driving around looking for a place to. It park. was right across the street. It was my. There was no place. When I, there was no place to park. It literally, there was a parking deck across the street. Well, not when I saw it. There was nothing. I, I and I drove around. And I drove around through the neighborhood. Every square inch was taken with car. I mean, that's when you live in a place like that. Their street parking is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And you're forced to do it. So people don't have garages okay. and stuff. I mean, and, and parking areas for all those. And by the way, the whole area has changed now. So oh, I used to just, just, you know, old apartments yeah. and stuff. I didn't recognize it when I went down. Yeah. Anyway, so, so finally I said, oh, God. So I pulled over and put a few things in my trunk that I didn't want to be, you know, visible. <laughs> and I said, okay, bull crap. So I said, I'll go ahead. And so I valet parked it. And uh, the, guy, the guy took the keys and stuff. And I said, and I said, by the way, where is this place? And he said, oh, it's right over there. And he pointed to you. He said, it's that corner, right at the corner. So I did find where it was because I was right there. <laughs> but anyway, felt like an idiot walking. Yeah, around. Anyway, so it is uh, a wonderful place. But the, the oh, it's beautiful. The food yeah. was great. The people, people were, were great. I found a beer that you know I, I drank that Heineken Zero yeah. Zero beer yeah. and they didn't have it. She goes, "Well, I got something called Brooklyn Select." And I go, "Is it non-alcoholic?" She goes, "Yeah, it was. A, it was a fantastic really? beer." It really is good. I gotta go look for it. Well, now. It's, it's not really beer if it doesn't have alcohol. I know, it? but it's close. But every once in a while, you want a beer, beer or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm good for you that you found Brooklyn what? Brooklyn Select, and it was it Never tasted like beer. There, there, there's an there's a I think I'm not sure the company, but there's something like Brooklyn Lager. So I'm assuming yeah. it's probably the same yeah, company. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. wouldn't be a bit surprised. Uh, anyway, the Christmas party uh, it was very subdued and very quiet night. I mean, it was nobody nice. acted like an idiot. Uh, it, it was. was, kind, it was well, we also loud. left early, so who knows what happened yeah. after ten? Well, yeah, <laughs> but again, you know, I mean, if I, you know, had a who won the lotteries? Who won the? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to ask Scott after the uh, show. 
Okay, dokie. Mm. Anyway, it was uh, was really nice. And too bad uh, Mr. Dickey wasn't there it because was he was nice. sick. But it was uh, it was since really... he paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and uh, people were nice, and uh, you know there were some hot babes, and yeah. Um, and but wasn't like the old days, man. Back in the nineties, no. those parties turned they ugly. Got, yeah, they got uh, noisy and active and stuff. Yeah. And this was we're all just kind of standing there at these tables, just being nice, you know, chatting and uh, saying hello and. You know, stuff like yeah. that. And, 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 uh, so. You were copping feeling on the uh, Flounders girl. But. Well, no, I just, I'm I'm available. If uh, if some girl wants to hug me, I'm right hey, there. Every me. photo of me, my hands are clasped in front Not of me, my... baby. You I see where my, my hands are. I had my arm around her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all I got. You know, that was like dating for a month. <laughs> Put my arm around a pretty girl. And <laughs> that'll last me for a very long time. Uh, oh, my God, it's already 3.30. I want to hear about the Falcon. Singer, real quick reaction stuff. They got actual news, including the driver. You're going to hear uh, the presidential limo get smacked, <laughs> uh, and and then the poor bastard poor look bastard. on his face. Oh man! <laughs> and why couldn't he have been white? Anyway, 331 <laughs> with a cover of Pete and Flounder coming up here. Look out! <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> go straight to the ghetto. <laughs> now, see, when you say Christmas songs... Get up your reindeer, go straight to the ghetto. Santa, Santa Claus. Well, technically, James Brown is on your list, and this is James Brown. So I have an entire CD of James Brown Christmas. <laughs> and the only thing worse is the Johnny Cash Christmas. <laughs> I got that so on after here. After that, you want to kill yourself. I bought Leonard Nimoy Christmas. That could be an... Well, we Johnny, William Shatner, too. Every other song, uh, Johnny Cash is about so poor they couldn't eat when they were kids. <laughs> but it, and we there's, can there's, burn the furniture and at least be warm yeah. for Christmas. And, 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 well, I'm not kidding. One of the songs that he sings, a Christmas song, is his mother stays up all night playing a harp and simultaneously sewing him his birthday suit and freezes to death at the harp. Harping death freeze mama. I'm not kidding. I will bring it in. Harping death of mama freezing. Oh, my mama was freezing and making my suit. Her her fingers entwined in the harp strings. But she was there frozen all all night long. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, mercy. Anyway, our birthday list includes Billie Eilish, 22 today. Uh, yeah. American singer-songwriter with her 2019 debut studio album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That was the name of the album? Wow. Uh, well, she became the youngest ever solo female act to top the British album chart when she was 17. She's talented. She's Not only that, her. I think it's her brother. Her and her brother made that album yeah. in their room. Yeah. Oh, is that really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, All on a computer. Billy Eilish, 22. God, you got to get me. Got to hand it to her. Wow. And we I were talking to. about this last week. She's the one who has uh, Tourette's. Right. Well. That's right. And she also, uh, well, she she kind of tricked people into wondering whether she was a, a tranny or a guy or a girl. Or now whatever. she says she's kind of kind of bi, isn't she? Yeah, you know, she says nice. she's kind of bi. Well, in early part of her career, all she did was she wore baggy clothes, so you didn't yeah. kind of see her figure. And then finally, she went to a an award show or something yeah, like she that. Showed up like a girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, yeah. she's got a figure. She's yeah. got a figure. She was. Yeah. A, she's a girl. A total mm-hmm. girl. 
Uh, let's see. Should we do a little history note here? If I may have to put a if little cough on. My eyes are going. My i got to get these damn ear rockets taken care of. I'm, I'm killing myself here. Uh, 1999, Julia Butterfly Hill came back to Earth. Julia Butterfly was the notorious climate activist who perched herself in a 180-foot-tall, 600-year-old redwood tree nicknamed Luna in California. She wouldn't come down, which prevented the Pacific Lumber Company from chopping down the tree. This girl butterfly spent just over two years up in that tree. And she only came down on this day in 1999 when they said they'd save that tree and every other one in a three-acre buffer zone. Good for her. that was enough. Two years. Good for her. Going to the bathroom on a tree branch. And sleeping in the well, using, wow. using bark to ah, I can't I mean Lordy Lordy Lordy. By the way, do we can, can we put this picture somewhere? We got uh, our buddy the Timmer, the Timmer. Uh, who was in a golf tournament. We did the uh, Veterans Day celebration golf tournament for 680 and 1063, uh, and our foursome included the Timmer and Mike. Uh, and I, honestly, I, I Pete and myself, and the flounder was there, and uh, Miss Veronica, and we had a fun time. But the, uh, honestly, this golfing foursome was as much fun as we can have. I mean, they were perfect guests and fun. We had fun. We played hot. We played for real. We tried to play, but didn't care when we screwed up. I mean, it was just a great, yeah, great, was. fun day. And and I and when he came in here, I, I I honestly didn't recognize him without his hat on. I don't I know, think I ever saw I him without his hat. I, he, he's talking to me out in the hallway. I'm going, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Timber came by to to uh, to uh, deliver this, so that was kind of cool. Anyway, thank you, thank you, that was very nice. Great photo. Too. Yeah, it's a terrific photo. I yeah, I mean, I still can't believe that I'm not a well, whatever. I've lost fifty freaking pounds. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> almost, almost sixty. No, not really. Hmm. Like anyway, whatever. Uh, three forty, three forty is our time. Uh, for, here's the number: four zero four seven four one twelve. Is it thirty or forty? I keep. You ring the twelve thirty. Seven four one twelve thirty. Seven four one one two three zero. I should know that. I just like to have it written down. Anyway, three uh, forty uh, is our time with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Um, okay, before we go too far, though, the Falcons. Holy cow, the Falcons! Yeah. And I didn't watch this way this weekend. I did not watch. I didn't want to jinx them because last weekend I watched the last nine seconds and they lost when I was watching the last nine seconds. Uh, so this time I did. Okay, Pete Davis. I, I'm all of a sudden my phone was exploding, yep. <laughs> and, and people who you would not think would be this uh, irate or active or incensed or reactionary or whatever, including calling for Artie to sell the team. I tell you, like I said, I followed this team since 1969. I've been through every coach except the first one. Okay, I just missed him. And I've seen this, this team and franchise at the lowest of the low. And I'm telling you, this is different this time. People are way fed up with everybody. Everybody involved with the Falcons right now, and poor Terry Fontenot. I think he's doing a pretty good job as a GM. He's given he's given this idiot talent, well, and he he's got blowing. The, he got the tight end from from, from well, he, he won't use. And, he yeah. won't use him. Yeah, because he's not a blocker. And then we got that running back, and they played him like he got four carries the first two <laughs> yeah. weeks or something. Why, what why the hell? use him at the goal line? He yeah. only scored a hundred you know touchdowns I in know, Texas, but uh, this is the NFL. I don't. I don't. He's an it. offensive genius. He's got all those weapons. Uh, the defense is playing above. Even with Grady Jarrett gone, the yeah. defense has been fantastic. And what does he do? He can't even get a first down. He can't. He can't one, run. He can't one throw. Touchdown. And okay, here's the big thing about Arthur Arthur Smith, the coach. Why I think he should be fired, not because the fans want him or any of this stuff. He had two choices to make. He's the offensive guru. You pick a quarterback. 
He picked Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Yeah. A, a quitter, yeah. not a starter. Yeah. Then his second pick, which he based his entire head coaching career on, and he'll never get another shot, is Desmond Ritter. Yeah. So those are the two guys you picked as your quarterbacks? Yeah. By the way, I, there are a couple of rookie quarterbacks playing this year who oh, are lighting up the place, Jane man. Daniels is not going to yeah. play in the bowl game. He's coming out. Yeah. There's going to be a few quarterbacks available. Yeah. And the Chargers are, you know, have a bad record. They don't need a quarterback. They have Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Fields is out there. The Bears may want to get rid of him. I don't know if he's the answer, but still, he's better than what we got. Well, Desmond yeah. Ritter's never going to be a starting quarterback on any other team unless somebody's injured. I just don't feel he's that. Now, if he does turn it around, good. Good for him. I think he's a good kid. But it's like the old Matt Ryan. Uh, what Matt Ryan say every time they lost? We're going to go back and work harder and study the yeah. film. Every single loss. Every long Desmond Ritter before and after the game, well, we got to hold on to the ball more. we yeah. got to you know, not turn over yeah. the ball. He's a turnover friggin' machine. Yeah. Ten interceptions, six fumbles. He fumbled twice the exchange yeah. in Carolina. I don't care about the rain. Yeah. I don't care about the rain. You fumble the exchange twice, you just happen to fall on it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's unacceptable. Uh, oh, before I forget, uh, remember the other day we were trying to remember the commissioner when, he, when we said he only had one job announcing the number one pick in the draft. It was Marcus Mariota called him Mar- Marcus Mariotta. Remember? Or he well, wasn't that he mispronounced I call him both because I don't respect him. I call him whatever I feel yeah, but like. It, but for the commissioner to do the first pick of the draft, and he gets the name wrong. It's not the first time he's done that either. <laughs> yeah. It was another one, too. But I've never seen people this upset yeah. with the Falcons. It's to the point where they've given up. There used to be anger and anger and anger. Now, all the callers I listened to this morning, it's basically people are just, eh, who cares? Well, and how come? I mean, what's... Because it's been 50-plus years of this ineptitude. But how come the ineptitude? I, I don't... Because well, of management. Well... It stems from the top down. How is Mitch Rich still there? Yeah. You guys, give him the Lifetime Achievement Award. Hey, how many GMs do they have? They got like six former GMs yeah. up there. Who's calling the shots? Poor Terry Fondo, give him the ball, let him run with it. Yeah. Fire all those other idiots. All the suits up there. All the suits have got to go. You need one guy, one GM to run the show. Yeah. Have him hire a coach. These idiots hired the coach and then hired the GM. Where does that work? Well, do we want to go get uh, Mr. Former New England? No. we don't. His, he's over there. He only won with Tom Brady. Yeah. He couldn't win in Cleveland. He couldn't win before Brady. He hasn't won after Brady. What's the common denominator here? Yeah. Brady. Plus, he was kind of the uh, quitter swapper, too, when he, when he signed up for the Jets and, uh, and left uh, after a year. Or, oh, uh, a no, day. Or One day, yeah. Something like a day that. he signed up, he said, no, I changed my mind. Embarrassed Bill Parcells. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, I don't know what the answer is, but it sure is disappointing. One touchdown and no field goals. That even? team I mean, just, was one win. That? A one win team. They lost six in a row. Yeah. They had an interim coach. They got a quarterback yeah. who's a munchkin. By the way, I hate to break this to you, Panthers fan. Bryce Young's never going to be anything either. Yeah. He's too small. Yeah, again, once again. He's like a kid out there running around. Yeah. 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 It's not going to work. And well, look at Kyler Murray. What has he ever done? Yeah. <laughs> It's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, he's a better. Bryce Young's a better person than Kyler Murray. I take that back. So I shouldn't say. Anyway, well, well, uh, Pete's another thing, thing, real quick. Yeah. I apologize. Did you see that crowd? There was no crowd. Again, yeah. uh, this was on Twitter. The high school championship games in Texas on Saturday each had a higher attendance yeah. than yeah. the Panthers and Falcons. South Georgia. Game. Yeah. yeah. The, what, the Milton game. I probably had more people. Yeah. There, I don't even think there was maybe two thousand people at that game. And hey, what do you think is going to be at Mercedes Benz next year? 
uh, when uh, if Arthur Smith's still the coach and they lose two of the three next games? Who wants to buy season tickets? Who, who would want to do that? I I heard some guy this morning. I forget what, who who he was and who he was calling because I was flicking around. And some guy caught him, had a great – he goes, look, I'm a season ticket holder, and I every year they kind of either go up or they stay the same or something like that, and, and, and as soon as the season's over, they start asking for my money again. How about you give me some money back when you don't make yeah. the playoffs? Yeah, I like it. I've invested all this money or in your team. tickets or something to yeah. get people to start going to the games? Says, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, reward the fans who are sticking with you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, we got, boy, we got hope it's still at 346. Uh, Kim Repeat and Flounder, happy Monday. 1063 with the Kim Repeat and Flounder. Ah, look out. How you doing? 352, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder. And Kurt Cobain uh, was part of a rather significant auction on this day in 2004. Items sold in the Christie's auction, including a letter by Kurt Cobain, which brought about $20,000. A school book report by Britney Spears. <laughs> well, Britney Spears wrote a school book report when she was a kid. It went for the auction for about 1500 bucks. A guitar played by George Harrison and John Lennon sold for 570000 was an auction in New York. The Gibson SG guitar used by Harrison from 1966 to 69, uh, used in the recording of Revolver, and it was used by John Lennon doing uh, doing the White Album sessions on this day in 2004. So a little musical history there. If you have the Katie Holmes, 45, the actress I remember when Tom Cruise was famously on Oprah's show. And he was jumping, literally jumping up on the couch, so excited about being in love with Katie Holmes or something. Hey, Holmes. <laughs> now, did they ever get together? I, I don't know, know anyone got, that actually they believes that. They, they got, got married and had They a were kid. married with a kid. But yeah. again, you have to yeah. wonder if that was a cover-up, because he's a Scientologist, and yeah. he's pretty out there, yeah. so you wonder if that was all a cover-up. Yeah, he, as crazy as he is, though, him. he knows what it's like to be a movie star. He yeah. acts like a movie star, and he makes good movies. He, he's an entertainer. The, he's and, crazy. And by the way, he's good at what he does. Yes. you got to give him his due. I mean, I do. And, and all that stunt stuff he's doing, holy he's moly. Yeah, not to mention all the planes and things he yeah, flies, I mean, helicopters. Yeah. He does his own stuff. Yeah, uh, wow. Anyway, uh, Katie Holmes, 45. On this day in history, uh, I don't know whether they're still together, 1984, Christopher Guest and Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, I think were so. married. I think they are. Uh, and so she's enough of a girl to uh, be married. Uh, to, well... What do you mean? Uh, well, because wasn't she was born she a, a hermaphrodite. hermaphrodite. What kind of crack is that? Oh, it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Three fifty-five with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Oh, hey, with a Kimmer Pete and, uh, and Flounder. Ding, dang, bing, bang, boom. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh God, where do we go? Well, let's do this. Uh, Gay we, sex in we, the Senate room. Yeah, we got. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, the, uh, uh, the limousine driver who was at the scene uh, closer than he ever wanted to be in Wilmington, Delaware, uh, over the last night. His name is James Cooper, 46-year-old fellow. And we have a little sound here to explain how he got to meet the president of the United States, at least indirectly. Uh, first, you're going to hear here the sound of a woman reporter yelling a question to President White Trash about his poll ratings. And he, it's kind of hard to hear. He says, well, wrong polls or something. But you're going to hear after the question how uh, this Mr. Cooper introduced himself to the presidential limousine. 
Mr. President, why are you losing to Trump in the polls? Wham. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy slammed into the uh, presidential limousine in the motorcade. He's been charged with driving under the influence. Oh, uh, he was holding his last seen holding his hands up at the wheel when the Secret Service agents pulled out their guns. <laughs> Bad night in Wilmington. Yeah, they released him from custody and issued a summons to go back at a later date. Uh, apparently, was he was just a drunk driver. It wasn't he was trying to kill the president or anything. But the first thing Pete noticed was the guy's face. <laughs> his eyes are glassy from 100 yards away. And the look on his face like, oh, I hit what? <laughs> if all the cars in all the world that a drunk driver wants to slam into. The presidential limousine's probably at the top of the list. Holy smokes. Uh, he he uh, slammed into the armored SUV. Uh, they see, following the investigation, they said it was totally an accident. They charged him with striking the vehicle, uh, driving under the influence of alcohol, inattentive driving as well. Uh, the uh, uh, president, white trash family, uh, with the uh, with uh, presidential enabler, uh, the first uh, uh, cuckold, uh, Jill, Doctor Jill, had just enjoyed a spaghetti dinner with the uh, Trump team, uh, with the Trump, with the Biden team. And incidentally, the polls now show on the same day that she was talking about the polls, a girl reporter talking about the polls, uh, the all time low now for President White Trash, he's at thirty four percent. Twenty-eight percent, twenty-six percent on things like immigration and the economy. Stuff. I heard he's mad and he's yelling at his aides. Why is this happening? Yeah, yeah, like it's their fault. And they go on they, 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 all week long saying, "Well, you know, they're really not getting the right kind of polls." And you know, the the, the effect of the things we're doing is now starting to show itself. For oh, for example, uh, here's one we just uh, a headline in today. Now I gotta go find it again because I, I did it the headline over it on my phone here. Um, uh, the Washington Post headline. Everyone expected a recession. The Fed and White House found a way out. Oh. Found a way out? We were expecting it, but now they found a way out? Yeah, when you have, when, when increases go up 10,000% and then they go down 4%, the headline is inflation is dropping. <laughs> well, it's still 10,000. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, I know. You can statisticize anything. And I love making up new words. It's gaslighting. Like, you just <laughs> gaslighted us just thinking that was natural English. Absolutely. It's Strategery. unbelievable. Strategic. It's unbelievable. Anyway, that what was that word again? <laughs> Statisticizing. 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 I don't even know how to pronounce it anymore. <laughs> I can't do the same thing twice. What, are you kidding me? Uh, That's anyway, what she said. Uh, 359. Uh, by the way, coming up here, we're going to talk about how... The the woke media, just here we go again. NBC News is now trying to frame the sex tape story at the Senate office building as some kind of a power play by conservative politicians. The pounce. It's unbelievable. In fact, Flounder found that. What, what's the headline? Uh, here, Flounder just got this headline on Fox News. Uh, uh, Senate sheds light on the Senate sex tape filmed as Capitol Police taking probe seriously. (laughs) Yeah, they caught the both of them in a probe, all right. That's Moon River. Uh, Coming up on 4 (laughs) o'clock. Look out. (laughs) She tried to take me upstairs for a ride. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Christmas time. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Christmas time. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Uh, who's that, who sings this again? I can't remember the, name, the guy's name. Uh, this is Billy Helms. Billy Holmes? Helms. Hel- oh, Billy Helms. Uh, well, I, I guess I forgot. I remember now, H-E-L-M-S. But anyway, I, I love Christmas music. I really do. I love Christmas. I was thinking about that today. I was here listening to somebody play Oh, Holy Night. Uh, and uh, and Away in the Manger. I mean, just, you know, oh, that, God, just beautiful. How about Jesu Bambino by Placido Domingo? I think it's him that sings it. It's unbelievable. I, yeah, I just, I love, and I love Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I mean, I, in fact, I'm going to ask, uh, uh, maybe bring my music magic stick in tomorrow. And have the, Another I, one that my favorites is the band, Christmas Must Be Tonight. Have you guys ever heard that one? I don't one? know that one. I'll play it next. That, okay, excellent. I like the standards. Excellent. I got that Time Life CD that has about well, 14 you know, CDs. Deck the Halls. I mean, all of them are just, yeah. uh, I came upon White a midnight Chris- clear, White Christmas. I mean, just, you know. Good King Wenceslas. It's a good medieval tune. The lyrics are great. It's like something out of the, well, you know, there you are. the Middle Ages. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be playing some, uh, uh, whenever uh, Flounders, our musical director. In fact, wait a minute. Like. What's that? Do I do it we now? got a surprise. Oh, yes, give what? the surprise. Give, give him the surprise. What, Christmas. What, 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 we, have, we have a we, surprise we, for we, him. We, we, we went out and we hired somebody to get, put us in the Christmas spirit. Oh, oh my God! I can't believe it. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> the red nose reindeer. Uh, how can I ever thank you for had a very shiny nose? Yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> and if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. It glows, ladies and gentlemen. All of the other reindeer used to laugh <laughs> and call him names. <laughs> they never let Paul Rudolph join in any. Reindeer games. Then, one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh? Tonight. Then, how the reindeer loved him, and they shouted out with glee, Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. Wow, I... 
My nipples are hard as a rock right now. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> well, here's a, a funny. The YouTube people like this. He writes me a note to tell what he's going to do. I still don't know what he wants to do. And he holds something up that looks like this. And this is what he does. He goes... Like, I can tell where on there he's pointing to and what he means. <laughs> so I was writing a note. I wrote a note. I just nodded my said, head. Yeah. yeah now yeah. I can't find my note. And it said, it said Rudolph at 4.05 so that we can oh. write down when we played it so that, like, on Thursday, if we want to play it again, we'd play it either in the 3 o'clock hour or the 5 o'clock hour so uh, people who listen at different times would be able to enjoy another uh, uh, rendition. Because if you play, if it's worth playing uh, once, it's worth playing again. That's, that's not too anal, that little plan you got there. Well, I just try to keep track of things. You know, I, I am organized a little bit just so to my chagrin sometimes. Rudolph. <laughs> Again, we, I don't even know who does that. I have no I have clue no who does that. It's called Shakespeare Rudolph. That's yeah. all I know. And a lot of the stuff we've been doing for 20 or 30 years, yeah. and it, just, it comes back. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yes, NBC News. Here we go again. This is, this is not uh, particularly surprising or unusual. But here we go again. First of all, last Friday, in fact, we talked about it Friday. When did we talk about it? It must have been happened Thursday night or something when this actually happened. The business at the Senate office building. When the video came out, I guess it was a week, it was sometime before, but the video came out. The Daily Caller published an amateur pornographic video Friday that showed a congressional staffer working for Senator Ben Cardin, the Democrat of, uh, of Maryland, and it showed his staffer uh, farkalukalating with another man in the Hart Senate office building, room 216. And I mentioned the room because that's where they have Senate hearings and, and the guy was perched, the receiver, <laughs> you have a pitcher and a catcher, and the catcher on this, this particular team uh, was uh, uh, perched on, a, on, on the desk where they all put their papers and have their hearings and they say... Coffee cups. Oh, God, yeah, they have their lunch. And, uh, Bananas. And he's uh, perched on that where the guy, you know, is, uh, let's um, say... Uh, you you know, some cream with that coffee? Yeah, Muffins. Hey, ho, hi and uh, so that's where it happened. And so <laughs> was there a complimentary read? I you know. You just you know, give the guy a read. <laughs> I didn't even have a common decency. <laughs> anyway, so so that was the video. Well, now here's how NBC was handling this story. It's come under fire by on social media for their ridiculous headline. And let me see. Here we go. Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed. Alleged by conservative outlets? It was videotaped and on Twitter within 24 hours of them making it. What do you mean conservative outlets? Like Twitter is so conservative? Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets. They're trying to normalize activity like this. It, it's all started with all we want to do is be married. All we want yeah. to do is to get married. And look what's, what's yeah. going on. Uh, 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 reactions are obvious. NBC framing of this outrageous belongs in the media bias hall of fame. 
A dumb senator staffer videotaping himself having sex in the Senate committee room, sharing it online with others, got fired when it became public, and NBC casts conservatives as the bad guys? (laughs) (laughs) Right, those pesky conservative news outlets are a real problem here, all right. Uh, It's conservative news outlets' fault? Ridiculous headline, NBC News, working for the Democrats. You know what NBC's trying to pull? An end run. Uh, Oh, hey, hi-oh. It was a conservative outlet's fault. A guy filmed gay sex in the Senate hearing room. It was run by clowns. <laughs> I bet. And, and by the way, they're going to have to steam clean the whole oh freaking building and throw away that furniture. How would, you, how would any senator now go have a hearing room where he saw a guy being sodomized on that table? And that guy is going to be the butt of jokes. Well, the there you life. are. We got a phone call here. <laughs> we have an actual call. An actual call from Martin. Hey, Martin, you're on the radio, man. How's it going? Oh, good afternoon. Hey, poking fun at all of this, but uh, let me uh, see if I can get something straight and maybe help fill oh, in. Hey, on hey. It. please do. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Oh, oh, yeah. You remember uh, Will Smith, the uh, guy that was reporting about his uh, excursion? Yeah, murderized uh, him. Down the, back, down the back alley? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, so the investigation uh, would, in fact, be a murder Murdering him, <laughs> investigating. Oh, he's murdering a guy. He was murdering a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's very close. Very close. <laughs> that was the guy describing yeah, what yeah, yeah, Will yeah, Smith yeah. was Wait, doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or getting. <laughs> getting done to him, actually. Uh, they're gonna, I mean, how could you have another? How would you like to be a senator oh, in the first hearing when they come back from the Christmas break that room. to use that room, 216 in the Senate hearing building, on that table? I mean, come on. I mean, every room in there has had sex in it, I guarantee you. Well, every room. Probably. It's, it's but like still. every room and every every studio and every radio station has had sex in it. Well, just over the weekend, we... Oh, no, I, I shouldn't have said anything about that. But... It's a little thing here in the... Uh, I mean, but sales but to videotape it and yeah. put it out, yeah, how stupid can you be? And and by the way, like the headline, Flanderfan had there. It's a serious probe into what happened. <laughs> and, and, but there must be there were some laws violated. I mean, well, yeah. basic decency, but also misuse of federal property. I mean, there's all kinds of things for uh, trespassing. Oh, he got violated. <laughs> it's a violation That's of a violation of violating violators. Ay ay ay. Anyway, uh, so they're going to be probing that um, indiscriminately. Uh, And coming up, the Arlington National Cemetery is going to lose a memorial. Despicable. And, of course, once again, it's doing what the Taliban uh, do. The Taliban, Taliban, get rid of all the the, the, uh, monuments, erase the history, and see if you can go back to square one and do it your way. Well, it's coming again. And Minnesota flag, holy cow. Plus, you got a concert quiz if we feel like it. 413 with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder on a Christmas week uh-huh. Monday. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer with Pete and Flounder and Michael Jackson. 419. Got the boogie going here. Start singing the microphone. Here we go. And go. Okay. And here we go. Oh, Five, here. four, and three. now. Five. There we go. <laughs> 
2003, out on bail, Michael Jackson was formally charged with seven counts of child molesting and two counts of administering intoxicating liqueur to a minor with the intent of committing a crime. The abuse was claimed to have taken place between 7th of February and 10th of March 2003. The victim was identified only as John Doe. Michael Jackson's lawyer said the entertainer was unequivocally and absolutely innocent, would fight the charges with every fiber of his soul. And maybe the kid wants to see a giraffe and stay overnight. <clears throat> well, sorry. Uh, 420. Uh, Robert would like to talk to you. Ro- okay, we'll be right with you, sir. Hold on. We got a quick birthday list here. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is 60. And his girlfriend is 30. Yeah. Not well, too I mean, shabby. He, to, he eats or swallows human blood to look that good. Is, is he a blood guy? I mean, uh, oh, is he really a blood guy? I don't know. That's well, you know, you Angel- go there? Angelina. That's the rumor. Well, the rumor. No, no, wait a minute. Angelina Jolie uh, was with Bi- Billy Bob Thompson there, whatever his name Billy was. Billy Bob and he, was, and he was a blood guy. Either she was. I think she. I think she and he they were both had blood vials guys. of each other's blood. Yeah, they sucked blood, blood they, and everything. They weren't drinking. Each other. I think they were drinking blood. <laughs> they were talking about no, it. No, we all know Billy Bob Thorne. I like them French fried potatoes. Oh, we like him as an actor, yeah. yeah. You know, he used to put glass in his shoes to walk that way. In that movie, when he walked, he had that kind of clumsy sling looking... Sling blade. Sling blade. And to, to walk that, you know, like heel-toe kind of deal, uh, he had put glass well, in like his shoes. French fried potatoes. Uh, also, coming up, well, the latest on an actor has now just ruined his career. Well, not yeah. just now, but he's just, apparently he's done it. First, uh, we have a phone call. What's, uh, what's the deal on the phone call? Robert. Robert, you on the radio, man. How's it going? Happy Monday. What's up? Just fine. Isn't it funny how the Secret Service and the Capitol Police have dropped the ball this weekend on those two things? Yeah. My gosh, that's, that's scary that the common car can get that close to the president. I oh, guess really? I've watched too much Narcos over the years or something. Well, you know, it, it really is amazing. I mean, how is it possible that he could have just drove into Because he, he, he was drunk. He got a DUI. Yeah, no, yeah, but still, how could he even get to it? I, I just, without climbing over a barricade or something. But, I, I mean, I, well, the only thing I think is... IED and it could have all been over or something. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, scary. Great. <laughs> no one's job. They keep dropping a ball. Yeah. Robert, thanks, man. You have a great day. 422 of the Kim Repeat and Flower. close to yeah. it. Well, if you, if you watch the video, and I'm referring to the Biden thing that happened this weekend with the car accident, yeah, the it, wasn't, it wasn't the beast that he hit. He hit one of, the, he, yeah, one of the yeah. SUVs that's in, in his uh, detail. So yeah. the only thing I can think of is that there was a line of cars. He was on another street, and he just plow ended into yeah. one of the. Wow. <laughs> and he's lucky he didn't get shot, shot up. He's I dead. Mean, yeah. I, I mean, uh, they don't fool around, boy. I mean, I, my, my first inclination would have been his assassination well, attempt, a suicide attempt well, to kill the president. No, I thank God he had his black privilege card with him because if he was white, well, they would have air conditioned oh, he would have been, oh, yeah, it would have been over. Yeah, well, shoot the white guys. I, 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 I think it's in their booklet now. It's, it's got to be a MAGA supporter. Oh, it's on promise. It certainly is in their booklet. <laughs> oh, by, oh, tell us about the actor guy. <laughs> This guy's an idiot. <clears throat> now, I don't know this name, but you guys are all these uh, special the superhero movie guys. Jonathan Majors is right. he was the he was Thanos. He was going to be Kang. Kang was the next Thanos, the next Marvel supervillain. They were going to base 20 movies around this guy as a villain. 
like they did Thanos. He's a big, black, big black good guy, good actor, uh, really good looking guy, macho. I don't know about good looking. Well, but he's but he's a he's a tough looking, yeah. macho guy. I mean, he's he's a he's a good superhero macho. Thirty tough something black years guy. old, thirty four yeah. years old. He was in yeah. Creed three, which yeah. made him a star. He's yeah. been in some of the Ant Man movie and stuff like that. Tough he was, guy, good tough, yeah. yeah and he guy. just got convicted in New York City of beating up his white girlfriend, assault and harassment. So Marvel's going to have a hard time continuing to employ this guy who just got convicted of beating up his girlfriend in a, a chauffeur, uh, actually in a, uh, what do you call the limos, hmm. in the backseat of a limo that spilled out into the street. Oh, boy. So people saw it. Oh, boy. And she's got marks. How are you going to keep employing this guy after he did? You can, now, you can, later on, he can be an actor in this and that and that, but you can't make him the major focal point yeah. and star yeah. Of your series. Especially if he, I mean, he's a big, I don't know how big he, I mean, he looks he's like big, a big he, macho guy. Yeah, he's And he's big. beating up his uh, g- girlfriend in public. Yeah, 30-year-old uh, woman, yeah. Holy moly. And he got uh, got another charge dropped. I don't know if it was her or another woman. Another assault charge? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So this isn't good for him to be convicted. I don't know how they'd keep him. And what's his name again? Jonathan Majors. And Jonathan he's a good Majors. actor. Yeah. Uh, Creed actor. And, you know the Creed, the boxing movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, that's that's the Rocky spinoff, isn't it? Yeah. The, the Rocky Train Creed, and that's. Yeah. A, yeah. Well, did you see what Michael B. Jordan did this weekend? Yeah, he did. Re- he wrecked a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar Ferrari in the middle oh, of the night. He racing. wasn't drunk or anything. He just racing. he lost control of the car. He was racing. He, Another Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, it was a, it was street racing. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't drive though. Okay, let me tell you something. If, I, when you when you get to a certain horsepower, it, the rest of it is all ridiculous. I mean, if I you know if I floor my car, it just goes in circles. It just starts. Going, I mean, it could go anywhere. I mean, you know, after a while, you, you'd have to have tra- you'd have to have sp- spikes and studs in your tires to grip the street because the, at some point the torque just goes zunk, and, yeah. and you know, so you can't race those cars. And I mean, they'll go all, they'll slide all over the place. Plus, they're not meant to be, you know, uh, street racer cars. They don't have the suspension for it. They don't have the tires for it. They're not it. meant to be driven by actors. No, they're not. In fact, when you buy those cars, aren't you supposed to take a class? I think so. And that's how they killed the guy in the Porsche, the guy in, Porsche. in the big super uh, Porsche. Who got well, the, the, actor. Guy, the guy was showing out is what he did. Yeah, he lost control still, of they, it. They don't sell you that car, that big, that one yeah. SC, whatever it is, unless you take a I course. Would, I would demand if I bought a car yeah. like that that someone, I go out to the, you know, the, by the airport. Yeah. They've yeah. got the Porsche driving experience right. down there yeah. and, and demand to be taken down there and shown how to drive the yeah. damn thing. Yeah. Well, I, I remember, and I say most of the accidents, and when people buy those cars, most of the accidents within, like, the first day are them getting on an interstate. Because they nail it when they get to where the, where the entrance is to the interstate. They nail it, and it goes into a freaking circle and slides into the guardrail or does something. It, it's just so common. So, anyway. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, three, uh, 426. 426. Uh, 427. I'm sorry. I, I lied uh, deliberately. What is it now? <laughs> 420. 426. 47. 426. 48. 426. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, 404-741-1230. 741-1230. Is our phone number. And we have a billion things to talk about here and some good stuff. <clears throat> By the way, speaking of driving, I'm going to say this again. I had my I had a medical thing this morning for the VA, and uh, it was in Lithia Springs. And from where I live, the Lithia Springs at on in, in rush hour, oh, uh, you can't get there from yeah, here. You can't. You literally can't. I mean, it was like an hour, almost an hour and a half. 
and because, and the traffic. Oh my God! And I'll I, I'll say this for ways. Thank God for ways. I just love the stinking ways getting there on the way there. Uh, the the sun was so bright that of doing all these turns, I literally could not see the names of the intersections of the streets. Uh, sorry, am I rambling a little bit here? <laughs> Route 66. And I couldn't I couldn't see the names of the streets. And Way said, turn here, you know, whatever. Thank God, or I would have taken forever. And, and by the way, I'll say this on the way back. On the way back, put me in a whole ways took me in a whole different route. And it had me actually driving through the parking lot of one of these instant institute um, uh, college campuses. I'm not making that up. And it cut off a whole bunch of, co- of traffic that was backed up to get me on the Marietta Highway. I, I, I'm from Austell. It was the damnedest thing I ever saw. I, so, thought, they were, I thought it was. A, I thought the app had gone bad. I said, "Why am I in this parking lot of a university or some some?" Uh, some special college campus thing through a parking lot to cut off a whole bunch. I, I tell you, I, I'm amazed at ways. So they close, like, you know, my, my street, Roberts Drive, is yeah. a giant U. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're repla- they are currently replacing the 400 bridge that you go over. Oh, boy. So this weekend they closed off that road, so you can only get out on Azalea Drive. Oh, nightmare. So, yeah, so when me and Candace went out to run some errands, we were coming out of our neighborhood, and I noticed the traffic. It was backed up for three miles. Holy, that's a lot uh, in an area. They ended up having to call the police and get. Oh, I bet. I mean, to, I'm tra- telling you, do traffic and stuff like that. Wow. It was a pain. I, in the I've ass. been listening to you do the show since the mid '90s. Who me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Early '90s, yeah. probably. Yeah, early. And I can safely say that yeah. there's no more riveting <laughs> moment on this show or segment than the ways how I got home segment. Well, it's, I don't understand how they do it. I mean, you know, every somebody, hour, somebody in that phone is saying, "No, no, you don't want to go on Austell Road. You want to cut through this freaking university I dropped parking what lot." I'm doing. I can't freaking and believe rush it. To I the can't believe radio. it. Radio. And I, I just, I'm, I'm amazed. I, and coming in today, I took a route that I don't think I've been on in six months. You're away because of the traffic. You're awazed. I, I'm, I'm away. I'm amazed, awazed. I'm always amazed. I, I, I can't get over it. Uh, four th- thirty already. When's our? I forgot what our break time is. Oh, Bottom of the hour. Oh my God! All right, coming up, the a Confederate Memorial at Arlington is actually more than a Confederate memorial, right. and of course they're erasing it from history. Actually, no. It's What's been that? temporarily blocked by a Trump-appointed yes. judge. Oh, my God. Justin, look at Flounder Rescue. I'll get Take the story. That. Breaking news, 430 with a Kim Repeat and Flounder. It is good news. Excellent. Hey, it's Christmas with the Beach Boys. This actually is a pretty good song, I have to say. Just because I like the Beach Boys. <laughs> but it's There's not my. Like... <laughs> That's a nice song. With a little reindeer, is that what you're saying? Oh my lord! Four thirty-four with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder, and it's Christmas time, Christmas week. So we'll do Christmas stuff as we feel like it. Uh, quick birthday of note, uh, Ron White, the comedian, 67 years old today. And on this day in history, 1972, the U.S. began the heaviest bombing campaign against North Vietnam just in time for Christmas. 
The aerial attack lasted for 12 days, the 12 days of Christmas bombing until the hippies got us to it. And the problem was it was working so well, it was, you know, killing everybody and blowing up all the stuff. And, of course, therefore America would say, oh, we can't do that. It's too successful. <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want to start killing the enemy so they want to maybe stop, the, you know, fighting you. I don't, it's just, you know, who, whoever thought of that idea? The American way is, oh, if the, the leftists start complaining, well, we better stop because we don't want to make them any madder than they are right now. <laughs> uh, hold on here, all right, we oh, we got an update on the on the uh, Confederate memorial business. First of all, to the phones, it's Jesse on with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Hello, Jesse. Happy Monday. How's it going? <laughs> yes, sir. Hello, hello again. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good, man. What's um, up? Um, nothing much uh, about the wage thing. Uh, that amazes me too. It, it, but um, <clears throat> if you actually look at uh, the app. W- w- while you're using it, not while you're driving, usually. But the reason it, it can reroute you and it knows exactly, like, how to get you around traffic and stuff like that is because people create profiles on there, and they actually, they can, <clears throat> when they get stuck in heavy traffic, they can hit the heavy traffic button, and it'll alert. It Basically, think of it as, like, a hive mind. And everybody who actually sends some sort of an alert, like say there's a pothole in the road or there's an accident or there's a police officer, they can alert you and you can see it on the screen and that will actually change your arrival time and, and which way you go and how to avoid... You know, you know, na- certain neighborhoods or certain places or certain places like um, uh, that are highly congested areas. So are they I just relying on that, but- are they are they just relying on volunteers or do they pay people to? I mean, I can't imagine they have people on the payroll in areas all over the country. <laughs> You create kind of like an account, and you can you, you can even have like your own little like icon, so you can see other people that that also have the app driving around on the road, and and so say if there's a cop ahead, and you know somebody coming the opposite direction sees it, they can they can press the little police officer right. button, and on your screen, a little police officer you know pin mark will pop up yeah all those things i see them all the time yeah if there's an accident or a car on the side of the road (laughs) or an object or something yeah 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 those are actual live other people other people driving using the app live um updating that stuff and that updates pretty much your app so that way your time can be cut shorter so whatever it's an amazing (laughs) it's not like one it's not like one person is saying like Go this way. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, so Je- that way. Jesse, thanks uh, so much. And say hi to your mom for us, will you? Hi to mom for us, my friend. Yeah. And have Merry Christmas. Have a great day. That's our friend Jesse, 438. And Flounder got their latest update here. Trump-appointed judge halts removal of Confederate monument at Arlington National Cemetery. Now, the original story was that the, uh, they were, the Congress had passed a law that said um, that um, that I reported the, the law. Well, I, I hate these freaking stories. Legislation passed by Congress amidst effort to recent years to take down symbols honoring slaveholders and Confederate leaders. In 2021, Congress passed a law requiring the Department of Defense to look at removing names, symbols, displays, monuments, or paraphernalia commemorating the Confederacy. Pretty broad statement there, if you don't if you don't uh, mind me saying. Anyway, so now. Uh, The uh, Arlington Confederate Memorial offers a, quote, 
mythologized vision of the Confederacy, including highly sanitized depictions of slavery, according to a commission report. It notes the inscription promotes the lost cause myth, they're saying here, which romanticized the pre-Civil War South and denied the horrors of slavery. Uh, the University uh, University of Maryland historian Leslie Rowland uh, says uh, funds for the memorial were raised by the United Daughters of the Confederacy, ooh, which existed largely to vindicate Confederate soldiers and other members of the Confederate generation by putting forward a sanitized, romanticized version of the pre-Civil War South. Uh, the bronze pieces of the memorial will be removed. The base will be left in place to avoid disturbing the surrounding graves. Forty-three Republicans went along with this proposal, by the way. Well, now a federal appointed a judge appointed by Donald Trump has halted the removal. They uh, filed a lawsuit in Alexandria for a restraining order. Work had already begun to get rid of it and tear it down. A hearing is scheduled for Wednesday this week. Safety fencing was around the memorial yesterday as they started to chop it away, and apparently they're not going to be able to do too much more of it. But uh, but again, some of the reaction, oh, i got to change my phone thing now. Here, i got to go over it. Why don't they there. just put a plaque up saying why they don't like it? And that way you can look at the history of it, and you look at the history of the plaque, and you make up your own damn mind what you think about it, instead of just eradicating history. Well, uh, again, the same thing with uh, with Stone Mountain, or, or pick anything. And you have yourself a plaque, and it says, by the way, a lot of people hate this, and for the record, when it was put up, and dot, 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 I mean, if I, if you, we don't mind talking about the history, but you don't freaking erase it. You don't pretend it never happened. How do, I, suppose, I thought you were supposed to learn from history. I thought that was the whole freaking point, is to say, boy, we used to do this, and now we did this. And now we got to do that. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's, our, it's our it's our life. You can't just erase yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, I, I got an idea. Every time you hit when you when you remember your family hits the age of fifty, go into some freaking uh, a special uh, a place where they can zap your memory, so you start over from nothing. Just erase your. Me- it's like erasing your whole life. Erase well, it, and then that what that makes it better. Doesn't make it part of your what what you mean. Erasing history is why we have a whole generation of stupid, useful idiots who think Hamas is the victim here. Yeah, right. You were just we were just talking about that. In fact, again, about uh, you know, in 100 years, uh, uh, holy smokes, the whole. Oh, no, less than 100. If I was Jewish, I'd be afraid right now of what's going on because these idiots are going to be in charge in a few years. Yeah, and they're going to be controlling and trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, that memorial, here's some of the reaction to it. The uh, Biden administration removing the Reconciliation Monument built 109 years ago to honor post-Civil War reconciliation and national unity. History is being rewritten before our eyes. Another, I hope every crazy Democrat leaves America when President Trump is reelected. Honestly, it might save a civil war. If you hate America, blanking leave. Uh, another, Ellen DeGenerate and Tom Hanks say they will leave the United States if Donald Trump becomes president again. Uh, they're tearing down the monument dedicated to reconciliation after a bloody civil war is uh, very much on the nose. The government removing this artistically stunning historic statue at Arlington National because of George Floyd. That's the actual reason. The Biden regime, demolition crew at the Arlington Cemetery. The statue was the most important work by Moses Ezekiel, a Jewish artist. It's art. Yeah. Okay, okay here's the, Teddy Roosevelt, his biography said, 
He was alive during this, the Civil War. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or just after or whatever. Anyway, he said that his thought, he didn't think the United States came together again as one country until the Spanish-American War, which is about 1898, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. And he was taking a train from New Orleans over to Tampa to get the Teddy's Rough Riders to go down to yeah. Cuba. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he said that people, he saw Southerners for the first time in his life standing on the side of the railroad lines holding American flags and waving American flags. Yeah. And he thought it took that long to re to basically come together again. Yeah. In a war. It had yeah. to take a war to bring him. That's why they built a statue like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is it a perfect statue? Hell no. But put a plaque well, up and explain why it's not a perfect statue. Yeah. Even so, I, I'm, if, if, you have a, if you have a question and you have a consideration or a comment, then say it out loud and we can all talk about it and say, oh, that's really good. I didn't know that. Or yeah, thanks for sharing. The left doesn't but do that. You but you don't erase the entire freaking issue. How could you erase Teddy Roosevelt? I, I, how could you erase George Washington? Okay, you know, Thomas Jefferson. Because they're white. God. Well, what are the odds that... Even though they've halted this, they're going to break in tonight and yeah. tear it down well, themselves. Yeah. They're going to break into Arlington Cemetery. Well, I mean, they've done it before. Yeah, where they've taken down the statues at night. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I'm just anybody who touches that, I hope faces a horrible, grisly death if they touch that statue. Well, I want anybody. I don't care if it's the construction workers that have been told to go take it down. I hope something horrible yeah. happens to them the instant they touch it. And by the way. Let's remember, it's not on some street corner at uh, right. It's in Arlington. It's in Arlington National Cemetery. I mean, you, you got to have a pretty good reason to start messing with Arlington. I mean, seriously. Uh, it just pisses me off. I understand taking down some of the statues out front, outside of the DeKalb County Courthouse and moving them somewhere else. I understand that pisses people. It would piss me off if I was black walking and here's some, you know, Eugene Talmadge thumping his chest. That would piss me off. But come on. This is Arlington National <laughs> yeah. Cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and ra a rather significant moment in American history, which kind of changed. <laughs> well, it's like the left doesn't want to talk about history. They yeah. don't want to debate you. They no. want to shut you up. Yeah. They'll call you names until they shut you up, and then they can just do what they want. Well, that's how they, the 1619 Project. And so yeah. all of a sudden, that's America was based on slavery in 1619. So therefore, all of this follows. They get rid of New York City. Please, yeah. New York City's based on the slave trade right. and the they sugar had, trade. Well, the Wall Street was where they had the sugar, uh, auctions. Sugar, the yeah. slave, to yeah. bring it over, to take the slave, bring yeah. the sugar up to make yeah. rum in Massachusetts, send it back over to yeah. England. And who's going to do that for you? It's a triangle. Those darkies. There you go. Well, the uh, dark people, the coloreds. Now, you're just saying that because? Because it's ridiculous. This is absolutely, in fact, the, the, the whole freaking community ought to be offended by the whole thing. Four forty-six. I'm trying to save you here. There's no saving. <laughs> Get me out of here. Watch me! Watch me! Ah, I got it. Watch me! Ah, I got it. Oh boy, that's it. All I got now, 2003, James Brown and country star Loretta Lynn were both honored for their contributions to U.S. culture. James Brown and Miss Lynn were invited to a gala, or is it gala? Do you say gala or gala? 
I guess it's gala, but I, I think I've always said gala for some reason. Gala days is how I think about it. Stockton gala days. Yeah. Anyway, they were invited to, to this uh, GALA, attended by President George Bush at the Kennedy Arts Center on this day in 2000. Well, let's look it up. Gala Gala, G-A-L-A. Gala Ask Siri. Is that what you say? What she said. Yeah, look it up on, on oh, the a dictionary and then ask Siri. Uh, wait a second. I wonder what she'll say and then compare it to a dictionary. How do you pronounce gala? I found this on the web. Three ways to do it. So there's actually three ways. Three. So gala, gala, and what? Gala? <laughs> Siri wants a three-way. <laughs> she does. Well, there's going to be four of us, sweetie, so... That's you. It goes, gala, gala, gala. goes to YouTube. I'm not going to argue with her on okay. YouTube. Um, also... Well, what what's the third way? There's it's either gala or gala. How what the hell's a third way? Gala? You're just gonna have to. It's a mystery. Well, now I'm mysterious. It's like the myself. Catholics say, it's a mystery. Uh, let's see. Our birthdays. I didn't do a birthday. Our birthdays include um, uh, Leonard Maltin. Remember him, the movie guy. He's yeah. seventy three. He was today. always wrong. He was always wrong. Uh, kind of a kind of a twit. I, I'm sure he's a nice man, but I'm a nerd. A twit. Uh, Nineteen ninety six. The Oakland School Board. Officially makes Ebonics a language or dialect. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely officially a language in schools for them to learn how to not learn to speak actual English. For example, uh, fugly is not ugly, but it's uh, 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 he's so fugly, I'd rather pour bleach on my eyes and look at that. He's really ugly. Uh, let's see. Be careful with uh, these words. Uh, let's see. Uh, pack and mustard. Uh, that mighty fine girl over there is packing mustard like, whoa. That means she's good looking. Uh, lettuce, another word for money. Brother, got to keep enough lettuce to support your shoe fetish. Okay, that's... I know, now, wait a minute. Here's a couple others. For example, uh, 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 Floss Angeles, uh, a hip-hop nickname for people showing off their antics to flashy cities. Uh, uh, holla, we'd be repping for Floss Angeles. And one last one, fluff and stuff and stuff. The long way of saying stuff, basically the cool way. So the other day I went to the store to throw down some lettuce and stuff and stuff and stuff. Using the words in a sense like omelet. I should pop your butt for what you just did, but I'm going to let this one slide. Well, that's a whole other issue, apparently. Anyway, I was on this day in 1996. Just trying to get back in good graces with Can the Can you brothers. go back talking about ways? Oh, have we got another phone call? No. <laughs> Being facetious. 4.53. <laughs> All right, uh, Flounder, let's do a little Vivek here. This is pretty funny. Vivek uh, Ramaswamy was on CNN with that idiot Van Jones. By the way, what I, I don't know what happened to him or what's I don't know what, uh, what's going on with him. But so I used to think that he had he, he used to make some really good points for a while. And then something happened. And I don't know what. I, I, he plays to the crowd. Yeah, I guess. He was a communist, and he was a socialist, and he was a Democrat, and then he kind of was a centrist. He and almost now, seemed like he was trying to make almost like a Bill Maher attitude for a while. Not quite yeah. like as much. But anyway, uh, Van Jones, I think. Well, here's uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Apparently, uh, uh, Van, you're going to hear this story a little bit. Van Jones called Vivek, the tech entrepreneur, a very, very despicable person. And started talking about uh, the debate he was in as a near Nazi propaganda. Anyway, here's a Vivek with a CNN's Van Jones. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. Shaking. <laughs> Just shut the f*** up. <laughs> 
at a certain point, just shut the f up. Van Jones at CNN. Well, anyway, uh, Ramaswamy's uh, competing with President Donald Trump, of course, no, and uh, Nikki Haley. Well, Nikki Haley, uh, things are changing, and, of course, there's still, you know, it's still a long uh, way to go. But Since he started attacking her? Yeah. He's, up, 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 no way. Yeah, She's she, gone up. She is now, uh, well, of course, Trump is still creaming everybody else, but the number two person running is Nikki Haley, yeah. especially in New Hampshire. And I don't see any way for Chris Christie to even keep being in this race. What's, and, uh, I, think, I, thought De, I thought DeSantis was behind, because Trump's currently at 51, and I think uh, DeSantis has 19. DeSantis is number two generally, but Nikki Haley is the one who's exploding in popularity, and she's number two in New Hampshire now, and beating DeSantis in New Hampshire, apparently. And by the way, for the record, Joe Biden is now in the 20s for uh, for favorable rulings for the economy and the immigration border bi- uh, business in the 20s. I think he's losing right now to Hubert Horatio Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days, Hubert Hicks with and, and Walter Mondo. But we're b- behind you a thousand percent, Senator Eagleton. <laughs> a thousand percent, Senator Eagleton. That, no, that's McGovern who said <laughs> yeah, that. that. Was, yeah, for those Democrat, those Democrats in the 80s, man, they were a hoot. Yeah. I mean, in the 70s and 80s, they were after Nixon, they were all a freaking hoot. Anyway, so there's Vivek. Oh, uh, by the way, Flounder, do we have some uh, reaction to what, what people now, again, this is from the other day, uh, speaking of Donald Trump, the, the Democrats are going nuts because Trump is doing, every time they attack him, he does better in the polls. And now these are the Democrats who have acted like Nazis for the last four years, uh, reacting to the thought of Donald Trump winning again. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president, um, it, it, because if he is... You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada, because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, <laughs> the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Oh, well, that's what the this administration is doing. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail, or their rights might be suppressed, huh. especially minority 6th. groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you Catholics. and your family. Every one of us our freedom, our liberty. None of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. Everything they just the institutions said, of our they're doing. They're doing. They're doing. Everything they're saying, they're you know, doing. I, 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 I'm getting angrier and angrier hearing these people because they're, they really believe this crap. I don't really think they do. I think they're, even those who, you know, he was, he was already president once. Why didn't he do it back then? He had, he had perfect opportunity. He didn't do any of this stuff. You got to be kidding me. He did exactly the opposite. So now they're, they're, they're they were, they're, I hate these people. Say anything. I hate these people. These are these people who are convincing other people that Donald Trump would be the Nazi dictator taking over America and we would lose all our freedoms.
Mm. Which is exactly what the Democrat Party's been trying yeah. to do. Remember, remember when Joe Biden, uh, a president of crime family, showers with daughter, was elected, the first thing that they wanted to do was pass House Resolution 1. House Resolution 1 would federalize every election, and they would never lose again. The second thing they wanted to do was stack the Supreme Court with more, like, 19 members to have more liberals. So once again, they would never lose another court case. I mean, talk about a dictatorship. Talk about uh, Nazis. Talk about Antifa. Talking about, uh, I mean, federal control of everything. Are you? It's, I mean, holy mackerel. Yeah. They weaponized the DOJ, DOJ and the FBI to go after Catholics and parents yeah. at school board meetings. And they did it. They did it. They we got away with the it. proof. They got away with it. And they're complaining about Trump. Trump didn't send the DOJ after those people. Trump didn't make sure the DOJ covered up for Hunter Biden and Joe or Biden in the investigation. My God. All right, 5 o'clock, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And you're going to hear a whole bunch of stuff on the Falcons coming up with Pete Davis, Holy Crap, and Sports later on, too, shortly. 5 o'clock. Look out. Here we go. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. It's only me. It's only the giver. Nothing to fear here. 503 with Pete Davison, Flounder, 1063. Here's the number 404 741 1230. 741 1230. If you'd like to join us, well, we got a million things going on here. Holy crap, it's sports coming up a little bit. You're going to hear a bunch of the stuff about the Falcons. Just, I mean, I, it's, uh, it's getting worse than ever. Also, we got uh, Pete's tweets. We have uh, Flounders Funny. We have some uh, Flounders Funnies in there anyway. We, absolutely. The stuff we got, all kinds of stuff here. Uh, and um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, we did a little politics, and including uh, the latest on uh, Ruli Giuliani is getting it again. Yeah, the same two broads that uh, just got $148 million from him. Case. Uh, yeah, basically, he came out and said, you know, I regret nothing, and I still believe uh, what I said about them is true, that they cheated, that they faked with the ballots and stuff like that. So now they're suing him again saying that uh, they want a permanent injunction to stop him from ever defaming them again. Again, this was a video showing these two, the mother and her daughter, uh, moving ballots that had not been 
uh, uh, changed. Supposedly the feeding them in over and yeah, over. Yeah, the, the, allegedly. That would have been brought or bent or twisted or changed if they had been actual ballots to be put in, and they, they were not that way, and it looked suspicious. And you, I, how can you not say it looks suspicious because it didn't look suspicious? I don't know how. I mean, anyway, well, you, you got, there's no justice anymore. Yeah, you got docked for $143 million. Those, those women are going to get. Well, theoretically, they'll never get it. No, they're not going to get squat. He'll he'll put this on for years, hopefully. Uh, anyway, what, what a bunch of nonsense. 505, Kim repeat. We need Bob. something happy. Yeah. Don't I'm, we have a surprise? Another Christmas surprise? Do we have a Christmas surprise? Let's like do Christmas the second surprises. Christmas surprise Let's for do Kimmer all here. Christmas surprises here. Because uh, you did three. <laughs> oh, is this grandma going to grandma's? Here we go. <laughs> Get your consumers out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the memories. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> they were doing so well. Oh, boy, it was so much fun right up to the end there. <laughs> Yeah, that this person knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. The one knows there. Oh, okay. I think we, we got the gist. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 506. Thank you, Flounder. <laughs> There's a minute 30 left. Y'all don't want to hear no, it? No, it's, I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's all, uh, it's all good it. now. Really uh, grateful. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of musical things, uh, this uh, struck me as kind of funny over the weekend. The other day, I was talking, and I know you made fun of me when I was telling you that one of the fun things to look up on you, if you're looking for, want to have a happy moment, is to uh, look up and Google the flash mob of Do Re Mi. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, over the weekend, because it was a Christmas time weekend, they, uh, Turner Channel or somebody played Sound of Music. There's probably Turner Classic Movies, I think, probably. Anyway, somebody played, maybe, it might have been ABC, whatever. Somebody played Sound of Music. And I saw it was on my guy, but I didn't go look at it. And I was, I was doing stuff, goofing around. And then I, I just said, well, what the hell? I haven't seen Sound of Music since it came out 50 years ago or whatever. So I said, what the heck? I'll tune into it. As I tune into Sound of Music, guess what exact segment they were playing when I tuned into the movie for the first time in 40 or 50 years or whatever? Uh, the Nazi section. The Nazi, no, the do re mi section, oh. silly. Okay. And it was them, you know, uh, riding bikes or whatever. So, so then guess what I did? What did you do? I Googled do re mi flash mob. Have you go- Googled do re mi flash mob? Yes. And it was magnificent, wasn't it? It put you in a oh, oh please, it you liked it. It put you in a great mood. It doesn't do anything for me. Oh I my God, admit this. Flounder, have you ever have you ever Googled flash mob do re mi flash mob? I have not. Oh, God, I See, can't believe you guys. A lot of us have lives. It will make you happier. It'll make you happier. I don't so. like the song. Five oh eight. Cared for it. Well, it's not the song. It's the people coming out of the out of the, all. It's fake. The flooding. I know, but but it's it's, it's it's shiny happy people. Oh it's, my it's God. up with people. It's it's horrible. But it's, the people watching it weren't fake. They were having a great time. They had old ladies yeah, trying to dance they were with Dutch. the tune. Oh they were Dutch. God, man. I don't care about that. Such Dutch. a Scrooge, uh, Grinch. <laughs> Five oh eight. Dutch. Uh, with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. God. Dutching Scrooge Grincher. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, in Florida, some politics stuff. The chairman of the Florida GOP, Christian Ziegler, has been suspended at a meeting yesterday, an emergency uh, get-together. The Florida GOP chairman, Christian Ziegler, is about to be fired 
He is accused of rape. But here's the story. Didn't we just talk about something like this along a, a woman running for office in uh, Virginia, wasn't it? Well, here this guy Ziegler and his wife have a consensual sexual relationship with another woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, uh, they, have, they, 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 they do a threesome. Uh-huh. They do uh, sharing and uh, passing along. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the Sarasota Police Department's investigated an incident that occurred inside a woman's home. Uh, Ziegler, both the Zigglers and the woman had planned a sexual encounter for the threesome for that day. But the wife, Bridget, couldn't make it. So Christian, the chairman of the Florida GOP, arrived anyway and allegedly assaulted her. Mm. The woman, Bridget's not accused of any crime, but accusations against her husband, of course, have caused her a lot of turmoil. Uh, She's on the Sarasota school board. They've asked her to quit. Uh, She refused, so they're coming after her. Christian Ziegler, the head of the Florida GOP, has denied the rape allegation. But again, the very fact that it's now out that he and his wife do threesomes with another woman, and he's head of the the conservative Florida GOP, Governor DeSantis' party, for bringing back the old American values and traditions. They need loving, too. I don't have a problem with it if it's okay with them, but you know he ought to be quitting because of the three-way. Consenting adults. I agree, but that you, if you're a political leader, it's not the same as, you know, some guy down the street. He heads the Republican Party of Florida. The ro- what party the, was that? Florida, Florida, Florida. I mean, my God. And it's like there was that chick in Virginia who was doing thr- uh, a sex lost. with her husband on, on the Internet for money. Yeah. And then she got outed and she uh, claimed to be the victim. She's and a- she lost because she claimed to be a victim of being outed for being a tramp on the in- uh, an Internet uh, slut. Uh-huh. That's the problem is the Internet is a footprint. You're leaving your family. And it's there oh, forever. Exactly. And the, I, mean, I could be more the, happy that I didn't have internet when I was in high school oh my or social God. media. Who knows what? Well, nobody, when I was in high school, nobody was doing anything. We, 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 we were about, doing way we, too well, much. Yeah. No, when I was a preppy, <laughs> there was one, there was one townie, one local townie guy who knocked up, and we all knew the girlfriend too, and she was, and we know the guy too. He was a, a very, a very famous family, uh, belonged to the country club, uh, and he knocked up a girl who we all loved. God, she was a knockout of the city, mm-hmm. and they were a couple, and he knocked her up, and it was a scandal to beat all scandals because they were having sex in high school. Did they get married? They did get married. Had the baby? They did have the baby. Are they still married? Oh, no. It lasted about a year. Yeah. Those, they were, you know, high school sweethearts, and they got knocked up, and, of course, it wasn't going to last as a marriage. And it was a shame, and they were great people. And the kid, Anyway, whatever. Uh, five did, did they set the baby loose in the streets? Did they? No, they did not. It wasn't Vietnam. It was okay. not Vietnam. It was not. didn't have any street babies. <laughs> I don't know. You New Englanders have some funny I, traditions I out had there. My I, own, I, I had my own little street baby. I used to give her uh, stuff from the mess hall. In New England? No, no in Vietnam. So. Oh. And, uh, and she would wait for me, and I would get, empty my pockets. I had, of course, the big Aww. pockets and all the things. Anyway. Whatever. You ever go back to look her up, see what happened? No, I don't. No, she's probably mine. Maybe writer. No, I joke. I tease. <laughs> Send her a Christmas card. No, I don't. There's not any. I don't know the names of any of these people. It was yours, wasn't it? At least it? we can talk about she it. She was no, yours. I, I did not. <laughs> I never would have known. You left a little Peterson in no. Southeast Asia. Oh my didn't God! You? Can you imagine <laughs> little blue-eyed, <laughs> Herpin and Owen down oh the streets my of Saigon, <laughs> mommy, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, so they want this GOP guy to go. Uh, and oh, oh, by the way, uh, President White Trash's daughter, uh, Ashley, 
owes money on, in taxes since 2015 when he was vice president. How is it possible that you could have a presidential family member uh, uh, being covered under a lien docket obtained by Fox News that showed she owes $5,000 in back taxes and hasn't paid him since 2015? And they go all the way to January 2021. I do not know. But did she know. file? Well, her, her, her father's the president. <laughs> My God, her father's the president, and she's under a tax lien for five grand. White trash. <laughs> that white trash family. Just white trash. God, I guess she didn't have to pay. Only little people pay the taxes. Yeah. Five thirteen. Wait to hear Pete Davis coming up next, man. Look out. I got 519 with the Kim Repeat and Flounder coming up. Blue face did what? And slicing baby tongues? No. Come on now, you're killing me. I got a couple of sports birthdays. Hey, wait a minute. Speaking of sports, holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. And we got breaking news. It looks like Carson Beck is coming back for his senior season at Georgia. So Excellent. good news for the Bulldogs. There. Excellent. He's going to play in the bowl, and he's going to participate next year as now, well. Now, let me ask you this. Just uh, I know you got a lot of things to get to okay. here, but just out of curiosity, uh, let me ask you about rank how you would rank him as a potential NFL quarterback. Well, I have to wait another year. I think he, that's the one thing he needs it's to come back. Now, but still, I mean, in terms of, of his size, of his temperament, of, mm. can you tell anything at this I, point? I really don't want to make that decision. Okay. decision. Right now. Yeah. I think next year he needs another year, and he realized that, too. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Atlanta Falcons franchise, by the way, has been around since 1966. Yes, you know that, has. right? Yeah. And all that time, they've had 15 full-time head coaches and four interim head coaches. I sat through and suffered with every damn one of them except one, the first one, named Norb Hecker. Norb came from Vince Lombardi's Super Bowl-winning NFL championship teams, dominated pro football for a decade. Yeah. Norb was a big part of that. But none of that mattered as soon as he signed on with the Atlanta Falcons. Starting with his successor, Norm Van Brocklin, I have sat back and watched decade after decade of abject disaster, interrupted by sporadic burps of getting our hopes up, only be dashed again on the rocks of Atlanta professional sports mediocrity. Thank God for the Braves. Otherwise, we'd all have jumped from one of the balconies onto the indoor <laughs> plaza at the Hyatt Regency by now. It's an Atlanta tradition, you know. I've, yeah, I covered a story there once. Splat. <laughs> yeah. After 54 years of Van Brocklin to Marion Campbell, who always looked like a man being put in front of a firing squad, to Pat Pepler, the general manager, who had to take the job to finish the season after firing Campbell because owner Rankin-Smith told him, if you know so much, you go coach him. Oh, to Lehman Bennett and the Grand Barkowski, William Andrews, Jeff Van Note yeah. days. Oh, yeah. God, they were fun. Yeah. To Dan Henning which I fortunately missed most of living in San Diego and getting to watch a real head coach in Don Coriel. To Marion Campbell again, when nobody else would take the damn job, yeah. not even Pat Pepler. To the insane but fun Jerry Glanville, who kept ACDC blasting so loud in the locker room you couldn't interview the players. <laughs> to the hapless June Jones, who was so unknown, the late great Sports Illustrated writer Dr. Z, Paul Zimmerman, once sidled up to me at practice in Swanee and said, uh, could you point out which one's the head Oh, coach? my God. Are yeah. you serious? I'm not serious. Oh, man. I am serious. To the great uh, should-be-in-the-damn-hall-of-fame Dan Reeves, yeah. who was fired for no damn reason, etc., 
accept the supreme arrogance of a newbie owner who didn't know a football from a framing hammer. To his equally arrogant first hire, Jim Moore Jr., who would rather drive around in the players' Ferraris than coach their butts. To Bobby Petrino, who managed to continue the streak with the perfect combination of arrogance and cowardliness. To the winningest coach in Falcons history, Mike Smith. To Dan Quinn, who got to and blew a Super Bowl in the most embarrassing way possible since... Well, the Falcons embarrassingly blew the 1990 Super Bowl. They managed to blow that one off the field. Yeah. And That's blow right. being the, intro, the the good word there. Yeah. To short-timers Raheem Morris, Wade Phillips, Emmett Thomas, and Jim Hannafin, who never saw Budweiser, he didn't want to pound. But after all that losing and incompetence, what I saw yesterday in Carolina was quite possibly the worst, the lowest, the nadir of a never-great franchise. It was so sad. So pathetic, so horrendously unwatchable, the heavens could do nothing but cry. Arthur Smith seems to be the perfect combo of arrogance and ignorance, which makes him the quintessential Atlanta Falcons head coach. He was born for this job. This so-called offensive genius has chosen two quarterbacks in his time to Atlanta, Marcus Mariota, who was more quitter than starter, and Desmond Ritter, who when he's not throwing interceptions, he's kicking the ball around like it's European football. But what would you expect when you hire a head coach? Then you hire the GM. That's the recipe for winning, right? They had the easiest schedule in football this season, a schedule Alston P would be jealous of, and they're about to miss the playoffs again. This offense is jacked with talent. The defense is damn good, and yet they've won six games. If Arthur Smith is the head coach next season, expect to see Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the same type of crowd you saw yesterday in Carolina, Mm. and no amount of $2 hot dogs are going to change that. Wow. It's my opinion. We welcome yours. Well I'm said, my, I, I don't blame you. I, I was My phone exploded with the reactions from people that I, that I wouldn't expect me saying, I'm done. That's it. No more. I'm, and, and people are calling for the owner to sell the team. That's a front, you know, start over from literally well, sell it. Well, he's got a, he, he never fires the suits that much. He keeps a 1,400 suits hanging around. Let Terry Fontenot be the only guy up there in a tie. Yeah. Let him be running the show. You don't need the Rich McKays and all these other dudes floating around there with their, giving their opinions. We don't need those guys. Let Fontenot fire and then hire the next guy. Well, is the answer a, a head coach? Is the actual a, a different general manager? They, why don't they get the right players? If they do get the right players, why isn't the scheme right? I mean, I don't understand how you can go year after year after year, and yet we've had good players. We have standouts. What did we hear when he bought the team? We heard. I was at that the news conference in New Orleans when it shocked everybody when it was announced that he had bought the team, and we're looking around and the way he was acting, the way his the people were acting. And we're looking. Dan Reeves knew he wasn't going to be there for that yeah. long because he wasn't his guy. He yeah. wanted his guy in there. His guy was Jim Mora Jr. That was his replacement for Dan Reeves, who should be in the Hall of Fame. That should tell you right there all you need to know where this was going. And all we heard was what we heard now with the Democrats. Well, the adults are back in charge. Yeah, the adult, well, you know the Smith family. You know they played things. You know kind of you know loose. Yeah, they were they weren't real owners in the NFL. But this guy Arthur Blank, he knows what he's doing. He ran Home Depot. He's going to come in here, and this is going to be a professional franchise. Blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They've gone to just as many Super Bowls yeah. under Arthur Blank as they have under the Smith family. Yeah. Just as many. And the first one they blew off the field, the second one they blew on the field. Yeah. And in the most embarrassing manner yeah. possible. And you know, another thing, I was watching, looking at ESPN.com today, and they said the three most disappointing teams in the NFL. 
Okay, they talk about the Chargers and a few others. They don't even mention the Falcons as disappointing. Why? Because nobody thinks about the Falcons. They yeah. don't consider them someone to be because they know they will always disappoint. We all need yeah. constants in our lives, and unfortunately, the Atlanta Falcons, being just a bumbling, stumbling, foolhardy franchise, is our constant in Atlanta. And I, I don't know. I, 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 if I had a solution, I'd certainly say it out loud. But I don't know what. The, I don't know. What, we need better players, but you also no, need people. Play, to, I don't think the players are the problem. You, you need a quarterback and a head coach. That's what you need. Right. Well, say, you don't need a guy. And on the, the YouTube people see it. This is what he does. This is what a head coach does the whole game. Yeah, he, he's got that play him. sheet in his face. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah. He's walking around. Well, Why is he calling the damn plays? It's not working, dude. They're calling the You're 7-9, seven 7-9, and nine, seven and, nine, and now you're 6-8. and eight. He's never getting another head coaching job. And his, yeah. his, his, his biggest decision, who's his quarterback? Mariota and Ritter. Yeah. Those were his choices? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. What, what a GM, we must be some GM out there who says, no, those guys don't work. Somebody's got to be smart enough to, to get. I mean, if we, hell, we got a great running back and a great tight end. We've got the, the two key, you know, special specialty players. He doesn't like his tight end. <sighs> he doesn't use him. He didn't use Bajan. He drafted Bajan Robinson seventh and didn't use him for several games. I'll bet you, if I were running that, I'll, I'll bet you I could come up with out of the four, you get four plays to make a first down. Okay, basically three plays, and then on fourth down if you're not close. Okay, so I will guarantee you that of those three plays, they're going to involve the running back and the tight end. Running back, running back, tight end, or tight end, running back, tight end, or running back, tight end, running back. I mean, I'm telling you, but make them go different patterns. Those guys have talent. They can get away from defenders. They can outrun a, a, a freaking middle linebacker or a defensive end or, a, or even a corner, cutting out a quick corner, boom, pam. And by the way, the tight end, if he cannot run the corner, he can sure as hell out jump him. He can sure as hell, you know, block him and grab the freaking ball. I, I mean, honest to God, three plays, running back, tight end, running back, or tight end, running back tight end. I guarantee if you get a guy in here, an offensive-minded guy who knows how to have all this talent he has with Robinson and Algier and Cordell Patterson yeah. and, and the, like you said, the tight got, end and Drake London. Back to, we got another little receiver out Drake, there. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, Drake London's a big yeah, guy. He's God. a big guy. He's not a small scat back. But I'm telling you, they have offensive weapons. Now, the offensive line isn't that great, but they have offensive weapons. I'm sorry. This team should be a playoff team, yeah. especially the way the, the defense is playing. Yeah. And that's a shame. And, they, and if they the do get thing. another guy, the, yeah. they should keep the defensive coach. I think he's done a yeah. hell of a job. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Fondo has brought in talent. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I just, it, it's, a, it's really a, literally amazing. Now, what's, their dra- what's going to be their draft status coming up? Are they going to they, well, they give away everything? It depends. If they lose two, well, they got two more to go? They have three more games three more to play. Ga- if they three lose more games them all to play. and go six and 13 or whatever, or six and 12 or whatever it turns out to be. I don't even know how many games are anymore. 17? <laughs> 17, 18. Yeah, That's whatever. Well, and I, I, I would assume that they'd be in a pretty good drafting position. They well, yeah, but, trade with? but Carolina's ahead of them. They've only got two wins. Yeah, but they just got a quarterback. Yeah, they so can't. Yeah, got, they yeah. got a quarterback. So, so we need to go get one of these guys coming up. There's there some nice over. quarterbacks out there. That Jane Daniels is coming out. Yeah. Wow. All right, 530. Hold everything. Kevin, Pete, and Flounder. And uh, well, we just, uh, we, here we go. By the way, Braves had a good weekend, too. But, you know. You oh, know. We'll, we'll, we'll update the Braves. Uh, a couple of, uh, and a birthday of note. Yeah. Ronald Acuna, 26 years old today. Happy wow. birthday. Happy birthday. What Ronald. a year he's had and what a day today. Anyway, God bless America. 530. Kevin, Pete, and Flounder right here. Hold everything now.
536 for the Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, running down Santa Claus Lane. Here's Santa Ho. Like the soul and all the reindeer, pulling all the reins. Who's this singing here? Elvis. Is this Elvis? Yes. I, I don't recognize Elvis. Really? No. Oh, I do now. now. I heard it, but in the first part, I didn't recognize it. Here we go. Playing the Blue Room here at the Ramada in Des Moines all night. Where are you all from? How long have you been married? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is that your niece? That's my favorite. Your secretary. That's a business meeting, was it? Taking a break before you go back to the room? I <laughs> I swear, we ought to go do a gig at a Holiday Inn bar room. <laughs> I, always, I always remember every time those Wednesday businessman specials. Yeah. It's Kip Carey. It's Kip Carey and say, oh, there's a lot of men bringing their nieces to yeah. the game today. <laughs> yeah. It's niece day at the ballpark. Uh, our birthday list includes uh, Christina Aguilera, 43. Damn. Uh, let's see. Genie in a Bottle with number one hit single. Their um, album, um, Christina Algarilla, well, her title. And then um, did a number one single with Maya, Lil' Kim, and Pink, Lady Marmalade. Hmm. Uh, Christina Aguilera. And what, didn't she get caught? Mess- oh, that was the other girl. Uh, got mixing lyric, uh, doing uh, fake singing. Uh, yeah, that one hurt. No, no. And um, on this day in history, uh, Flowers going to help us out here. On this day in history, 1966. You American audiences heard this for the first time. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, (laughs) did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. (laughs) It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all yes. may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Well, there you are. Anyway, that's Boris Karloff. He has just been ex- displaying his Grinch hoodie. Uh, and that's, uh, wow, that's uh, pretty cool. It is it's pretty a beautiful cool. hoodie. It is. Uh, it's uh, really nice. Huh? How long, is that a new thing? Or? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No kidding. Well, on this day, it was 1966, the Dr. Seuss book, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, was turned into a movie in 1966 and shown on a CBS. TV special, not a movie. The ne- what'd I say? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's well, 30 well, minutes long. It's not a movie. Well, I'll be damned. It said here, movie. I, I bet you're right. I was not. It was only a 30 minute thing? 30 minute long. I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, the narrator, of course, the king of horror movies, Boris Karloff. It's like being the lost living soul in the dead yeah. body. And the singer? The guy who sang the songs? I don't know. The greatest name ever, Thurl Ravenscroft. Ah, I remember the name Ravenscroft. But I didn't know Thurl wrote his name. Thurl. Thurl. Uh, let's see. If, oh, uh, 539. Uh, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Some more Braves updates. Oh, yeah. Uh, a breaking uh, thing, maybe? Or oh, something? yeah. Breaking news. Well, we got Carson Beck back at Georgia, yeah. which is pretty good since yeah. the top recruit, Dylan Rayola, made it official. He is going to the Cornholers. Oh, boy. Nebraska, Nebraska. Which is a stupid move. I don't care if your family's there or whatever. Name me one drop back passer from Nebraska. I know. 
Well, tell him why he's going there because his his uncle's the offensive uncle. line coach, and yeah. his daddy played there, or his granddad, or something like that. But yeah. seriously, but still, every great if quarterback you have a choice between Georgia uh, and Nebraska. Every great quarterback in Nebraska was an option type guy. And by the way, why wouldn't you want to go to a place like Georgia as know. a freshman? To, to study for a year behind Beck, and then you're ready to go. I mean, I, my I, God, it's perfect. I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. Well, I guess family loyalty, maybe he was, you know. Well, well yeah, whatever. that's cool. I, yeah, it's hard to complain. What he wants I'm to glad, do. Uh, if he's happy, then he, fine. Isn't he from, I think he's from out west or California. He actually moved to Georgia to go to high school here. Yeah, that's what I Because he's going to Georgia. Right, yeah. That's just dumb. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Austin Riley, Spencer Strider, uh, five Braves elected to this year's All-Star team, along with Matt Olson and Ozzie Albies, the All-MLB team, I should say. Excellent. And that's that's pretty cool. Olson and Albies are on the second team. And Ronald Acuna Jr. won the Hank Aaron Award National League. Shohei won it in the American League uh, for that historic campaign he had. He is the third Braves player to win the Hank Aaron Award, joining who? Oh, boy. Dale Murphy? No. Chipper Jones? No. Eddie Matthews? No. <sighs> all right. How about Gary Matthews? Freddie Freeman <laughs> and Andrew Jones. Well, all right then. <laughs> and Ronald got to meet his one of his heroes, Bartolo Colon. They met in the lobby there in Vegas. They ran into oh, each no, other. No kidding. He's been texting back and forth with them for years. Had never, never met him. I'll be damned. And someone just said to Colon, how would you pitch Acuna? He said, I would just throw it right down the middle and hope. <laughs> uh, Jeff Rancourt announced he's not going to be doing, doing as many telecasts uh, next year. He's, you know, he's a dad of four. Yeah, he must be more time with the family. He's, he's great. He I is really, very good at it. He's just great. Very good at it. it. Yeah. Uh, former pitcher C.J. Nikowski is going to be an analyst. He's from here in Atlanta. Oh, really? so he was the know. Texas Rangers guy, so he's leaving the World Series. He won the World Series oh. there as a wow. announcer, analyst. Now he's going to come here for the Braves, which would be pretty cool. Okay. And the Hawks host the Pistons tonight. Detroit has lost 23 games in a row. Whoa. No Atlanta professional sports team has lost to a team that bad since yesterday. Oh, oh my man, it's right there. <laughs> the Falcons, yes. It is Monday. <laughs> oh, mercy. Well, anyway, there's the little thing with the, that pizza, Pete's porch. Uh, let's see, let's see. What was I going to do? I couldn't do something goofy and I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, there's something new that you hadn't got to yet. There's uh, something... Well, we have the rapper thing. Oh, the, you want to talk about the Dr. Baby thing? This is That's really weird. creepy. Yeah, it is uh, creepy. Maybe women, I, I, I don't want to end the show with it, so I'll do it here so we can kind of hopefully forget it. But this, uh, apparently this there's an investigation going on. Well, I mean, seriously. Forget this story. As soon as we exactly. Said, this is your mission, Jim. Should you choose to accept I mean, it? I mean, you should know about it because it's a thing, but it's just it's just horrible. Apparently, there are more and more doctors across America and families who are complaining about a new, well, not so new, but a technique that's becoming more popular to ease breastfeeding with babies. The problem is, the, the issue is that doctors are slicing off bits of the baby's tongues using a laser, that, uh, part of the skin that tethers the tongue to the bottom of the mouth to make it easier for the baby to breastfeed. The problem, it's called tongue tie surgery, using a laser to burn off excess skin, connecting the lips and the cheeks. It's supposed to be used on babies to, with a genuine defect that prevents them from nursing and feeding properly. But professionals are saying it's a uh, 60% of infants are getting better without it. And it's been ballooned 800% in the last like 15 years, thousands of procedures. And the problem is that in some cases it causes severe pain that lasts in infants, as well as difficulty eating and malnutrition. 
a couple of quick cases. Uh, one lady had the procedure done for her baby, became malnourished and dehydrated. Uh, the husband said, my God, we feel so stupid we paid to hurt our own baby. Uh, another one, mother signed her baby up for the procedure last year. The baby lost her ability to suck, dropped from 97th to 15th percentile for weight in three months. In Delaware, a pediatric ear, nose, throat doctor recently treated an 11-day-old baby who had to be hospitalized for severe weight loss after the because he couldn't eat anymore. It hurt. Good Lord. What's going wrong with you people? And, uh, 544. And have you ever heard of the rapper Blackface? I, Blueface. I'd never Blackface. <laughs> Sorry, that's an incorrect thing. Good night, right. everybody. <laughs> that was an accidental. A Freudian slip might, there. I don't know whether he's black or he's, I hope he's a white guy. His name is Blueface. I don't think he's nope. very likely he's a white guy. <laughs> Not His so. name is Blueface, and he's already under. He's already on uh, a parole or uh, what do you call it? The other one you call it for? <laughs> He's on probation oh. for a charge last year where we beat up somebody at a strip club in Vegas. They originally charged him with attempted murder and had it downgraded the battery. That was last year. Well, the other day, he's got caught on video. Apparently, some woman in the audience allegedly threw some ice at Blueface's girlfriend, or on and off again, girlfriend, uh, at, on the stage with him during this thing in Vegas. So, so Blueface said, oh, yeah? Uh, disrespected my girlfriend. So he called the girl who threw the ice up onto the stage and then uh, 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 slammed her on the stage and told his entourage, get her, get her, get her. Uh, and she, said, she says, I didn't do any, well, I didn't throw any eye. What are you doing? And they're beating the crap out of her. Well, he's been arrested uh, and he's already on probation and uh, uh, just it's restrained by security guards as his girlfriend went after. Oh, my God. If I she mean, threw ice on the stage, she got what she deserved. If, if she's, yeah, if she, uh, uh, but again, he called her up to pretend to be part of the show and then pummeled her and had staff get her, <laughs> get her, get her. Yeah, idiot. Uh, five quarter is six already with a Kimber Feed and Flounder. Flounder's funny's coming up here in a minute. Second, in a second. <laughs> What if you know the story behind this song by the Beatles? A, lucky man who made the a day in the life. And though the news was rather sad. And it was because John Lennon read a report from a coroner on the death of Tara Brown. On this day in 1966, Tara Brown was killed driving at high speed in his Lotus Elan after it collided with a parked lorry, which is what, a bus or a train? Truck, truck parked truck in South Kensington, London, 1966. Tara Brown was a close friend of the Rolling Stones' Mick Jagger and Brian Jones, and his death was immortalized in the Beatles song, A Day in the Life, when John Lennon read a report about what happened in the corner and so forth. So Listen to that bass line that McCartney's putting down. That's genius. Oh, it's it's just genius. Fits the song perfect. I always wanted to be a bass player in a rock band. Why didn't you? It's America. You can be whatever you want. Is it too late? Can I still do it? You can still do it. I guess I better learn how to play bass guitar. If you listen to the song, it's bass and drums and lyrics until the end when it changes dramatically. Perfect bass. Because it should be a dirge. It should be a drums and... 
Well, that attitude, you'll never be a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like nothing but bass, please. Oh, it's the easiest thing to learn. You can pick it up in yeah. a day or two. Boom, 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 yeah. I'm seriously, how hard can it be? <laughs> well, that's not quite true. <laughs> There's nothing to it. <laughs> Anybody can do it. Not. Like on a weekend. There's Crap. only nine notes. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, speaking to the Stones, I got three things here on the Stones. Uh, on this day, 1943, Keith Richards was born. 80 years old today, Keith Richards. Can you believe that? Yeah, founding oh, wow. members of the Stones had over uh, 35 top 40 singles and albums. Keith Richards had created Rock's, quote, Rock's greatest single body of riffs, according to Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, Sticky Fingers, Exile on Main Street. Uh, Keith Richards married his 27-year-old girlfriend, Patty Hanson, on this day when he was 40. 40 years ago, Keith Richards now 80. They're still married, I think. And uh, I think I had one more uh, Keith Richards thing. Where the hell did it go? I did that and that and that and that and... Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, uh, Mr. Bur- uh, uh, athletic birthday to uh, Steve uh, Steve Cold uh, Stone <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin is sixty nine today. Okay. Now, what are you playing? Is that the new? Uh, what we got? Jumping there? Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash. Oh, I thought you were going to talk more stones. I thought, I, I, thought I had another one. Oh, and Swatoom's on the line, and we got Pete's tweets, and we got Founders funnies, and we got uh, a, a Christmas funny too. Swatoom, you're on the radio. How's it going, man? About that tongue operation for the babies? Yes. That happened, that happened to my son. He, he he could not breastfeed for like three weeks. And we didn't know what was going on. And they're like, oh, yeah, we had to do that part. Everything went fine afterwards. They really had no complications wow. whatsoever. Holy cow. But, uh, yeah, they come in the kid. Now the problem today, what we noticed, is the problem is the kid cannot shut up anymore. He just talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's loose. That's a whole other issue. Shrine <laughs> <laughs> to him. Have a great day, man. I got to go. You're killing me. It's 555 loose. with a kipper, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, you want to do a little Pete's story? You want to do a Flounder's Funny? We're running out of time already. Let's do a Flounder's Funny. We haven't been too funny here today. I've been All right, yeah, this sad. is... Uh... Mike sent me this, the crackhead engineer. This is uh, <laughs> Tim Harmus talking about air fryers. Oh, I, oh, I use one. Yeah, like what does air fryer, you know, like when do you even put the air in? <laughs> <laughs> and where do you dump the used air? Like I've been, I've been dumping my used oil in my neighbor's yard for 25 years. <laughs> Tradition, you know? <laughs> I come from a long, long line of deep fryer people. My dad got out of the Navy, and he took a job with a deep fryer repair company. Yeah, they had, like, their own U-pull-it parts yard out in the back. (laughs) You need a heater coil for a 760 Frymaster. You talk to my dad. (laughs) The name of the company is called Presto, as in Presto, you're... Cholesterol just went up 400 points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty clever. Should we do a peach tweets? We got time for uh, got a minute, right? So, yeah, okay, we'll do what? If you're thinking about getting engaged this Christmas, yeah. think again. Oh. The Oklahoma Department of Wildlife has a suggestion for you. Yeah. An engagement ring is predictable, has no element of surprise, it's too romantic, it's not a legal form of ID. <laughs> but if you give her a lifetime fishing license for Christmas, it's instant shock and awe. She'll never see it coming, and it's an official state document. <laughs> and I guarantee she'll never forget it either. By the way, if you want to see something funny, uh, Flounder sent us this video. It's called Clown World.
And it's there's a there's a, a little shed with a hole in it, and the and the hole there's a sign that says "Don't look, <laughs> don't look it, do not look." So everybody puts their look goes up to the hole, puts their face in, gets creamed with a pie. <laughs> and one guy got so mad he's trying to knock over the shed, <laughs> and he can't go get the guy inside there. They they pie an old lady. Yeah. I mean, it's hysterical. It's called Clown World. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the Christmas spirit, we bring you now a Shakespearean version of a Christmas story that you'll never forget with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, had a very shiny nose. Yes, yes, he did. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh <laughs> and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then, one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, <laughs> Rudolph, with your nose so bright, came to scream. <laughs> won't you guide my sleigh tonight? him and they shouted out with glee Rudolph the red nose reindeer you'll go down in history <laughs> yes ladies and gentlemen it's true. Rudolph. You can't get this everywhere, folks. Nope. You just, you know, it's just that we try to go a little bit above and beyond the uh, normal common radio program. <laughs> anyway, One step beyond. There we go. Well, boys, everything going all right so far? It's uh, almost Christmas. One week. Holy cow. One week. I get to go surprise the grandkids on Christmas Day. That'll be funny. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> God bless America. Gotta go. You're killing me. It's only the kimmer. <laughs> With Pete and Flounder. Tomorrow we do it all over again. Holy smokes, if you can stand it. Hoorah, look out. Herp and herp. <laughs> stand by. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.